Hi friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. A safe space where being yourself is the ultimate goal. Each week we will bring you new episodes sharing our experiences on a ton of different topics in hopes we get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals. No one is giving any advice. We are strictly speaking of our life experiences, our opinions, and for entertainment purposes only. Now with that being said, grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Be Real Babe podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by the show today. We hope that you have a good time. And if you're a returning listener and supporter, you motherfuckers, we love you so goddamn much. Mother truckers. Mother truckers for this episode. (laughs) I am your host, Brandy, and here in the fucking flesh with me is my co-host, Kayla. Hey, babe. I'm so excited about this. (laughs) Guys, so you guys know that we've only recorded one episode together in the real life on last year, season two, when Kayla was up here in Kelowna, and she's here again, and we've been dead on the lake for the last two days, and we are on episode 76. We are talking about the Freedom Convoy on the ground with our girl, Sasha. We have our guest. Hey, Sasha, how's it going? Hello, hello. It's going pretty good. How about you? Thank you so much for coming on our show today. Yes. My pleasure, my treasure. We're so excited to hear. We both followed you this whole fucking time. I literally, I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry, boss, if you're listening, did not pay attention to work that week on the convoy. Neither and I, I was zoned into you and everybody else. So one, thank you for fucking doing that on the behalf of the rest of the Canadians out there. Absolutely. It's the least I can do. Oh, I love it. So before we get on the show a little bit, um, just so we can give people a little idea, can you give us a little of where you are, kind of what you do, just a little bit about Sasha, even though we fangirl, we know all about you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the newbies out there, um, I'm Sasha. I live in Woodbridge, Ontario, which is like, I don't know, 25 minutes north of Toronto. Um, I got the fuck out of Toronto last year, thankfully. Now I'm just looking to get further out of here. Um, I am a full-time tattoo artist, and then I just like pissing people off on the side with my <laughs> political nonsense, so that's me in a nutshell. I love it. Well, like, uh, like piss people off, but also validate the rest of us that are 100%. Like, Correct. Yeah. Wake some people up. Yeah, you're a gardener, too. Did you yeah. know that? You're a gardener. A botanist. Yeah, a botanist, because <laughs> you plant me? seeds. Yeah, you plant seeds, right? By saying what you feel your plan that's very very true right you literally met my actual garden I was like um I don't know if you would call me a gardener it's really small but yes that way definitely the metaphorical scene yeah baby steps we're all starting to right because we're all in this fuck the system path right so I think all of us this year that's right let's plant some food and see what happens self-sufficiency baby exactly I just mean more like you plant um because you're a very like us like you feel good and like strong in your opinion and not in a mean way but just like no you know you don't waver in it or like not in a sense where it's like you know yeah you're confident yes yes yeah yeah, yeah. around like what people People being judged about what you have to say because it's like it's your opinion and it doesn't exactly yeah yep been there, done that with the judgment, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just like, and, and I, I think what's so 
interesting is for the last couple of years, it seems like no one can have an opposite opinion. You know, it's either black or white. There's yeah. no like, okay, but, but you know. so complex and yes. intricate. Like there's so many layers to everything. So it's like, you really have to look at things from like a full scope instead of just like your own little like narrow lens. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And I think that's kind of one of the most dangerous things that's going on right now and why people need to be a lot more honest with the their opinions and their the conversations they're having, even if they could potentially be misconstrued because if you just push one side of the narrative, you're not getting the full story. hundred percent. And too, I think for a lot of people like Canadians, like, I don't know about you, but like I got into American politics, like pre Trump uh, or yep. like Trump Biden uh, part. And I was just like, wow, they're fucked. I should look at Canada too. And, uh, but I think that's when I kind of woke up to what the fuck was going on. But I think for a lot of people, Election. No, it was like Biden, Biden and Trump election is when I clued into like, wow, politics are really fucked up. And like, my yep. point that was like, when I started seeing like what the media was posting about Trump and what I was reading in the background, not saying he's the best, but like, you know, the contrast. And then, and then January 6th happened. And I was watching from people that were like, mm. in the States being like, this is bullshit and calling it out. And then, I'm yep. like, then the fucking Frida convoy happened. And I'm watching our news doing the exact same fucking thing. And I was like, whoa. One. wait a second <laughs> this is our january 6th like, yeah this is our inso- yep. insurrection quote unquote here we go here comes the fucking nazis and all yeah and sure our, insur- our bounty castle insurrectionists <laughs> like those fucking children, idiots they really Ugh. they needed to calm down so violent so much violence so horrible horrible violent racist oh misogynist like rapist oh so- big time it's so wild. So when, for me, when the freedom convoy happened, I could see it immediately. But what I seen that I thought was kind of cooler is other Canadians, what the media was doing. Yeah. For the first I mean? time in their lives. The first time in their lives. Like, could some you imagine? So some will never believe it, but like, no, it, it's still though. Like to me, I was just like, and then you started seeing people change, like, you know, especially those, some of those backs or dies that were just like, you know, what the fuck is all this about? Yeah, and then it was like, oh, well, I know people on the ground because how many of you were there with your cameras? You cannot argue yep. live footage. Yeah, no, nope, I watched that can't. woman get trampled. I yeah. fucking watched that woman get. Oh trampled. yeah, there's like ten different views of that happening. Yes, yes <laughs> live, and I was like, I was screen recording every fucking live I could find. Yeah, I, I had my camera, my video camera out because you guys were like cutting out some days yeah it's like no 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 i'm getting this this is history anyway so that's what we're talking about today which we're so Woo. excited but Hong Kong. i know fuck man oh so, so so funny i posted i've never been vulnerable online and when i seen the truckers leave was it victoria's where yeah. they started and they were coming and that started i did for the well, first one time the other side one side to the other yeah when they started going i actually did my first video where i was like very vulnerable and crying and i was like i yeah. don't think that people understood how suppressed we were how upset we were i think like i don't know about you but like me and kayla were always trying to find the positives because if we didn't it was going to be very dark so i it's, think in that yeah that's very hard <laughs> yeah and in that moment it was like i'm not alone there is yeah. Canadians across Canada. It's not just me and Kayla. It's not Moms, just me. Kat, nope. Right? It's right. Like grandma and grandpa's old ladies. Not and their just fucking food old white men. Like, <laughs> yep. And it was the first time that they were all vocal and united. Like yes. the United Fronts. Because there's patches of us all around Canada, obviously. But you never got to see it in such a gigantic capacity and that was the first time you literally see miles and miles of trucks lined up even now like whenever i bust out my canadian flag and go driving around i saw people 
like honk at me and stuff with my fuck Trudeau sticker and everything. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes there's more of us. There's more. And I swear it's growing and growing by the minute. And I think that's what it was. I think we all knew we had our like communities within our own areas. And of course we knew some people online, but in that moment, it felt like Canadians from across the board, across social status, race, gender identity, sexual preference, you fucking name it. Yeah, fuck this shit. Fuck, yeah. This and, and everyone. And, Every and then across the world, Trudeau got to be shown what he really. Oh, was. I loved it. Oh, and I love that part. Fucking European MPs that ripped him apart yeah. and was like, "I don't even want you to talk." I was like, oh, "Yes, yes, <laughs> this is." It. Whenever I hear shit like that and and see that happen, or or people just like sewer him all over the media and stuff, it just it brings me joy inside knowing <laughs> that he's seen that and he gets to go to sleep every night knowing, knowing that how fucking hated he is. Like, oh. Yeah. Ooh. How could you? How could you live with yourself though? Honestly, like I've never, I don't know how much of a fucking like narcissist you have to believe to think that. You're oh, he's the right. He's thing. a sociopath. He definitely totally smokes crack. He smokes yeah. crack. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's got to be, and that's why him and Biden are tight because he's like oh, that's it, right? Hunter Biden and fucking Trudeau definitely. You heard it here, guys, first on the podcast. <laughs> he's actually Hunter Biden's uh, godfather. I don't know if you guys yes, knew that, but. Yeah. With a with a with a true our Castro like side uh, piece there like fuck you're gonna get some fact checker uh things at the oh, bottom of this yeah oh so funny so after speaking of that so anchor is a Spotify platform so right okay. after the big controversial Joe Rogan Doctor Malone podcast yeah all of a sudden it tells you every single time and reminds you of what you're recording and that you better not be doing misinformation and that you better be re- and I was just like wow are How you fucked up me? is that right I thought it was just me and of course I'm like oh yeah like more tiny little podcasts I was like they're attacking me no okay calm down Brandy it's everyone I love that though, it's literally everybody they're like <laughs> the big names and stuff like they get sh- like you'll get you'll just get shut down for the dumbest shit like that's Chuck Brown's out true six months fucking later. Right? They just want to suppress. They just want to bury it. So For like, now. Like, if people don't pay attention and it just goes away. And then, oh, they're not going to. Six months later down the road. Like, it, we're literally, when was the convoy? January? January. We're six months down the road. And it's like, are people even really paying attention to the news anymore? No. Where they're talking about the convoy and how the police didn't really. What yeah, because at this point, they don't give a shit. So now coming out with the truth, like, you're, no, it's, yeah. They wanted to create that divide and that anger when it happened. Yeah. And the sad thing is, and I'm not trying to say none of these things are important, so please no one come at me. But it's just, like, I don't think people understand, like we said in the last episode, smoke how, well, smoke and mirrors and politically drive this shit is. Like, I, I'm not I'm not saying anything about anything. But right now, it was abortion. Last month, it was fucking Ukraine. Last month before that, it was fucking... Pride, Ukraine, Ukraine BLM, yeah, and- every, every thing just non-stop thing after thing after thing yeah and school shootings and all this stuff and it's like you know it depends on what part of the world you are but if you're like a spiritual person that is a lot of negative energy being oh, sucked yeah. up right now yep. actually in this month of june there was like a 666 portal that just closed on the 24th oh, so any negative energy was completely harvested on the other fucking side of evil and people just give into it whether you believe it or not like whether you believe yep. spiritual or god like it is an evil entity right and we're giving to it we're manifesting it we're creating more with this fear and the, the, the powers to be fucking know this they know how powerful yep. our brains are they know how powerful manifestations are they know that they can brainwash us and subconsciously fucking make us scared and no yeah, it's like the law of attraction remember years ago when we uh heard about like the secret or whatever that video yes. and that book and stuff it's exactly that it's like if you have an entire population tuning into this negativity and all this bullshit going on you're going to manifest this 
negative world, like the society that you live in is just going to be this like super negative place. And I really, really believe in that. And you don't have to be a religious person to like understand how energy works, you yes, know, especially in a huge collective. Thing. Especially when people are like, oh, it's not science, it's quantum. it's quantum physics so it's 100% science it's just science you don't want to believe you don't want to believe that you've created some of the shitty things that are going on in your life I didn't want to believe it I was like fuck that because you know people and then people look at the secret and they go oh so if I just sit in my in my in my seat and I think about having a car I'm gonna walk outside and get a car no you moron that's not how it fucking works (laughs) it's not a genie in a bottle it's talking about yourself in a winner's mindset and operating from a winner's mindset it's not about absolutely like like actually and so people disregard it but I feel like if the powers to be and those people know how powerful they're gonna mock this stuff just like they mock the convoy just like they mocked anybody standing up against vaccines or mocked anybody for fucking anything this is what they absolutely. do and it's absolutely absolutely it's insane that people don't see it I, I definitely like it's almost exhausting it is like it's exhausting but it's also great because it's also an opportunity for growth because again yes. you start to see things very differently yeah. And when you're okay to start being uncomfortable, I think for those that were unvaccinated in the last year, we've had to deal with a fuck ton of uncomfortable. Oh, so much. And so oh, now hell yeah. it's so much easier to break away from this, these systems and do things that we weren't used to because we've had to deal with this new kind of lifestyle. Um, and, our new and normal, right. It, our new normal. And then this new life, it's adversity. It toughens you up. Yeah. And I kind of read this thing about the, or I was listening to like, a, you know, how Joe Rogan has like his like YouTube videos yeah. on his podcast. Yeah. They're talking about the universe and like, can the universe like manifest stuff? Like, oh, can well, it? Yeah. and it was just saying like evolution, like there has to be bad. Like you can only be in like a homeostasis and balanced because we're not going to evolve without change and bad and like yeah. and yep. leveling up right that's if you think about it like how the universe started like and human evolution that's kind of a cool way to think about it right yeah like they had yeah. to adapt like if you think i like not saying colonization is great i'm not fucking saying that before anybody tries to cancel me what i'm saying <laughs> is like if it's a universal purpose to advance was that the next it didn't need to be so brutal but there's always dark to light yeah you always have to come back and we've had that since the beginning of civilization. Like colonization is one of them, but we've also had colonization since the beginning of time. Yes. Not all not just European settlers either. Like all of that. Like this is like yeah. a cycle of human evolution. It's, like you said. Like, like today we were at the fucking kangaroo farm and I didn't I've never seen a peacock like mating call before. It was yeah. terrifying. Was like, <laughs> I've what? never heard one. It was, oh, it was like flapping. We'll it's send it to you. Up. It was, and we're like, is is he trying to attack her? Is and then and then our <laughs> girlfriend like knew more about it, and she was like, no, it's like it's a love thing, but it ain't great. Like he definitely oh. forces. And I'm like, I want to defend this lady peacock, and she's like, well, that's just <laughs> nature. And I'm like, you're right, but like, have to. Understand this is where I understand. But also, I'm like, but it's against human nature. Like if animals, they're like, brutal you know, to each other. Hands, like, yeah. Nature is brutal. Like a fucking monkey smashing a seagull's head into the top of a pole. Like an animal. I'm just saying that. Like animals are fucking savage. So it's a it's a very We've just learned to tame our savageness a little bit. Yes, a hundred percent. So it's just like I don't know. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> You're getting away with it. Um, but yeah, anyways, see, this is why we fucking squirrel. So back yes. to the Freedom Convoy in January. <laughs> so what was it like? Because we know what, and we've talked about this on the show from like kind of our perspective. I would love to hear from your perspective, being in the area, like how did it all start? Like you obviously were anticipating coming. Can you kind of like walk us back? to? I was not at all. Oh, no. Oh, I had no, no, I had no anticipation in actually going. So 
it started out initially when they were rolling through Vaughn Mills, which is like the big mall around here. And that was like the big location spot that they were all kind of meeting up and rolling through. So I was like, okay, I definitely want to support that. There's no way that I can take off time off work and actually go to this Freedom Convoy. It sounds amazing. Like I was super hyped up as soon as I heard about it, as soon as I found out what the cause was. And it was just like right away, I was super excited. But it wasn't supposed to be anything past me just going to wave them off at the mall so I literally just got there my family met like a whole bunch of people there we were standing you can actually see the CP24 footage of me waving my flag off the bed of my truck and then everybody was kind of leaving and I got caught up in the initial drive like when they started driving off I like decided to drive with them for a little bit and then I was like "Mm, let's drive for like a couple of hours and see what happens and we're driving in this convoy and passing bridges of hundreds of people. I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. Every single overpass had hundreds of people. And if there wasn't a bridge for like an extended period of time, it was people on the side of the road, parked, kids, adults, every race, like you name it, people with flags waving and honking and stuff. And it was like, in that moment, I was like, holy fuck, like, we need to go back. But I had to work the next day and I had to get my, like, I have two dogs, obviously. I couldn't just take off and go because uh, my dogs are back at home. So we drove halfway to Ottawa and then we turned around. And when I went home, I was debating it. I was like, man, like, I have this calling. I need to be there. Like, I need to be there. I have this brutal FOMO. And everybody was like, no, it's fine. Like, you did your part. You waved them off, whatever. You got to experience a little bit. I'm like, no, but you don't understand. Like, I, I've been waiting for this opportunity for the last two years. I've been screaming into the void and nobody has been listening to me. And there, there has been no opportunity to, like, take actual action. It's just yes. been bitching on Instagram and yes. whatever. And I'm like, this is it. This is the opportunity. Is I'm going. Go. That's yeah. it. Exactly. So we ride at dawn. Let's go. That's exactly it. And then I had a client, I think the next day, um, was it the next day that I went or the day after? I you think know, we I waved think them off. Yeah, like it was supposed to, you were, you weren't supposed to be there that long. And then you had a client or something. Cause I, remember yes. I followed, I followed you religiously when you were going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <same. laughs> I think, of course, I'll give you the the hot tips. Um, I think it was the Wednesday that they were rolling through. And then the Thursday I had a client. Then my client for Friday was actually the one to email me. And they were like, listen, I know you're super excited about this and super passionate about this. So I just want to give you the opportunity to reschedule our appointment because I know you want to be there. And I literally started crying. I was like, I can't fucking believe how great, like how lucky I am to have such amazing clients. And the one for Saturday was the same thing. They were just super uh, excited about me going. So that was it. I took time off work and I left. (laughs) I love people so much like that. Even when you don't even have to say it. And they just, because that's a once and I really, I really hope it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. I really fucking hope we don't have to. I love that Canadians will. Um, but because I think maybe they're having one July 1st. Did I well, hear that James right? Trump That's what I heard. Marched from BC to yes. Ottawa. Yeah. And like, why wasn't he supported as much as like Terry Fox? I don't know. Um, because of his political affiliation. I know, right? And That's right. Because he was pro freedom. So yeah, you can't, you can't have pro freedom people. You can't do that. Yeah. No. He's not cool enough. I forgot my mistake. He's not bought by the state. So that's it. But it's just wild to me. And like, um, for me, I think, uh, right from the beginning anybody that was like against it I just kind of silenced not to be that way I was like nope I was like this is yeah I've been 
I've not been quiet because I've been loud, but I've been loud in a public where, where I wasn't like going after people on their posts or their videos. I just spoke what I felt. But at this point I was like, I will fucking, this is the hill that I'm dying on with the rest of the fucking Canadians. Parliament Hill will be the one I die. I will fucking drive over there if I have to. Obviously, like, across Canada, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But honestly, <laughs> I've never... Did. Some people did that I knew kicked through for um, Alberta. They drove... Oh, like, the truckers? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, the majority of truckers were from... I mean, there was a lot from Ontario, but some of the ones that I made friends with were, like, Alberta and BC dudes. Like, it was crazy. There was one that actually... His truck broke down or something, and he was a elderly veteran man. I'm actually friends with him now on Facebook. He was he was out with his camper and then he had to go back. I think his truck broke down or something to do with work. He went back to BC and drove back to Ontario. Wow. So shit. yeah. That's yeah. I just love And it. he's like a, a veteran like in his late sixties, I think. Oh shit. But and you <laughs> yeah. know what? I think that's my favorite thing right now is the older generation standing up because they are the ones that were targeted the most like through this whole yeah. pandemic right they were the oh, yeah. ones that were treated the most like shit that you know blaming them saying yeah we're trying to like protect you like no you did the fucking last generation a disservice the last two years i'm sorry yeah. everything that's come out you've done they should have had that choice in their last couple of years they should have had the choice of going out 100 or isolating and making that their personal choice like that makes me man so it's bad. disgusting can you imagine somebody in their 80s or 90s and they're literally about to croak any fucking day and it's just like no no you have to stay inside of your room and wear a mask and only a nurse can see like are you you can ask i'm pretty sure you can ask any single person going through a situation like that would they rather have a stranger wearing a mask come in every day for two years or to see their family for you know however much longer like it's it's yeah, so, so absurd it's it so is. absurd it is so absurd and just like all the other things that have come out then and it just I don't know about you I, and I don't want to be a person that was right about any of this but the last couple weeks um so yeah hold on before we get to there so you guys go down there and because I want to talk about what just happened with the emergencies act that was total yeah. bullshit but when you guys were there and that all came, like, were you there when the Emergencies Act, like, got enacted? Or were you already gone by that time where things got, you weren't there when it was really fucking intense, right? No, that okay, last good. weekend was the only weekend that we actually didn't go down. I was, again, I was going back and forth, back and forth. We were ready to leave. And then we found out that they weren't letting anybody in anymore. So we were like, okay, like, there's kind of no, yeah, there's no point going. And even to say that right now, like, I... I still hate myself for not being there that weekend because of everything that kind of transpired. But I guess you can't really. How would you have ever known, though? Right? Like, Man, how would you have ever known? I know, so but I just feel I feel so guilty because when I was there, it was like the most amazing, amazing thing ever. And then it's like that last weekend, I'm like, I feel like I should have been alongside those people. That's, but that's like just sur- something that it's, yeah, it's like a survivor's guilt, right? Like whenever, that's exactly it. Like whenever you you like all oh, assaulted like that, but like and I totally get that exactly. I think the fact that you back them and you're there and you wanted to be like it, it and I always think it's a universal purpose so like what if you went and you pushed through and you didn't go through with your like gut instinct maybe something bad would have happened to you beyond like yeah what was okay you know I don't know I just I always think that way like if I'm being cock blocked from something I really like there's something for a there's reason, a reason you know? like and I'm not saying that but maybe you would have gotten the wrong cop space and like you know, as much as we could have used your case again, you know, it just exactly. And I get very like I get very fired up in situations like that. So maybe it was a good idea that I right? stayed I, away I from. Always, 
always think, right? Yeah. You know, all, there was that email that went out after 9-11 um, that was like all the people that should have been at the building but weren't because of like little reasons like being late for oh, man. Like, 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 you know what I mean? So it's like those little inconveniences sometimes are little tiny saviors, blessings. little blessings yeah. that you find it's like super annoying like, oh, I hit every run. Well, Why? if you didn't, maybe you would have gotten a car accident or something like that. Absolutely. So like, I'm not going to. The universe is looking out for you. Yes. But our egos get in the way, right? And we're just like, no, we want this. So every time I need to yeah. save the whole world and I need to kind of try to relax yeah. on that. The hero <laughs> complex gets me every time. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I can't save everyone. You can only do so much. Like, not yeah. No, oh, but it's like the service. hardest thing ever to actually, yeah. like, truly allow yourself to believe like I have such a hard time with that <laughs> oh I know it's you just want to and too when you feel like you have the ability to right but then you're like okay if I if I don't have a full cup I can't dump anything into anybody's right like, it's no so how many weeks were you there like it was like two or three weeks before the cops like came down it was so I was there how many weekends was it? I think it was like four weekends I was there for yeah. three weekends like Friday to Sunday so there I was there for nine days wow that's amazing yeah you know what's so weird? Yeah. A funny thing that I kind of heard, like if people want to believe in like weather manipulation or not, but a lot of people I've heard said that it seemed to get colder on the weekends. Hmm. It was literally the coldest. I, I, I lived in Fort Mac for three years and that was a next level frigidness that I had never experienced. I discovered for the first time in my life, which now it's super useful because I hunt and whatever, but like hand warmers and foot warmers lifesaver oh i could the just amount of the, imagine they just saved our lives like i could have gotten frostbite it was it was painfully cold the first weekend especially holy crap yeah and i remember seeing yeah. like was it Kate, Kristen nagel i think the nurse yeah she yeah. said that she was like her like her feet were fucking the coldest that was the yeah. worst part is like not being able to feel her you know feet. you're canadian when you can talk about <laughs> protest across Canada in minus fucking like in January yeah that was rad honestly Canadians are gangster for doing it that way like if it was the summertime <laughs> everybody would be out there just just for shits and giggles but the fact that you had that many people show up in minus 30 minus 20 and protest like that has a lot and, to say about us and peacefully and have fun like when people are yep. saying it's violent i'm like the only people that are being violent are, are the, the cops counter the no counter protesters too and the counter protesters yeah. or yeah. the people that are planted and if you're not a person that is aware of what the media can do because you are not you're too busy in life and that's totally fair like we get that like people are so fucking but don't shut us but out. but don't shut us out listen because we have the time to look into this and we're telling you like what they're saying to versus what's actually happening totally fucking lies man like you need to be yep. focused on some of this stuff like the mainstream media 100 especially in canada is bought and paid by trudeau do you think trudeau's gonna let like you he don't buy, he owns it he they're not gonna fucking tear him down like no to. they're not going to they're not going to and sorry and my point being like everyone was like handing out i've seen so many people handing out food handing out like um shelter yeah. keeping people warm helping like true Canadian actual place to stay as yes. well as, i heard a lot about that too where people they like, fed the homeless they cleaned yeah. up the streets there was a garbage bag tied to every other post on parliament hill every you would not see a no, cigarette but on the ground they were icing the sidewalks with their own like donations donated ice and stuff whatever icing the sidewalks feeding people there was breakfast tent set up there was a burrito there was a pizza rock thing set up like literally feeding the whole entire city anybody that came up taking oh man it was just it's such a and, damn shame that and I heard they tried to do what they did 
some of their businesses were had the most business that they had had in, in, two, years. in two years. Yep. We spoke to some of the business owners and they were literally like, holy crap, this is, this is incredible. Like we've never been this busy. And then you hear of, um, I think the mayor was the one who told the businesses in the area to shut down. And people are like, oh my God, I can't open because of these stupid protesters. It's like, you realize that if you open up, you're going to be the most successful you've been in two whole years. These people are extremely courteous. These people are extremely well-behaved. Like nobody's going to tear up your shop or shoot it up or graffiti it or like- this oh, is not man. Kenosha just, last year, you guys. No, <laughs> no, they're Canadians and people from We, don't do that. we and say please and thank you. I didn't understand why that last weekend the cheer like and I'm not trying to be this way and I hope that no one really got hurt, but parts of me are like, I'm glad that the world and Canada got to see what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. Because people were like, oh, that's the Canadian. Energy the energy change. Like, I don't know if you've seen the one and the, the, I think he hugged someone. It was one of the guards. He hugged one of the protesters. And right after that, or he gave him a bump or a five or something. I think it was a hug. No, he hugged him. And then after that, he all of a sudden fell down and had to get pulled out of line. Yeah, I saw that. Like the compassion was not allowed to be there, and I also heard that they brought in a lot of uh, people that didn't speak English Mm. on the guard side, so that they couldn't listen to the like the pleas of Canadians. Because yeah, I don't think could stand in front of mothers crying like that, saying the things that they're saying, and just being like, "I don't care," and not turn around and join them. Like you have to be some sort of fucking narcissist psycho to look fucking mother crying about her kids being there for days, and she's like, "Oh, I don't care." Man, I don't know what kind of cops they brought in there that last weekend because I have friends uh, in law enforcement and clients. A lot of my clients are actually in law enforcement. Um, and they were saying, so one of them was actually there. He got deployed from, he's on the Toronto Police Department and he got sent out to Ottawa the first two weekends. And he was like, this is incredible. He's like, we're all on your side. He's like, I've never seen peace like this since the, I guess the Pan Am games, which I don't really know much about them, but apparently it was also like really well done or something like that. He's like, I haven't seen anything like this. This is so incredible. We're with you. And then as the time, like, as it kept progressing and stuff, by that last week, he was like, I am so ashamed. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know who these people are that they're sending out. And there was a few different um, individuals that I spoke to in law enforcement that said the same thing. I'm like, who the hell are these cops that they are sending out? Klaus's fucking holy shit i hate to be that way but like i don't i don't feel like this was canadian like there was just a shift like you don't even have to be there to see no you can see in their eyes like the coldness and you're just like yeah and you're just like do you have a heart and soul like i get it to protect but you're here to protect the country you know and like this is the funny thing about what's going on about gun rights it's like oh so only the fucking government can have guns and the military that's cool But that's literally what we learned about our police officer, like law enforcement as a whole is not there to protect the citizens. Obviously, it is there to protect the government. And unfortunately, that's what we learned. Yes. And that was so sad. And so it just like, I couldn't believe that because, you know, we're... I, I was definitely always trying to back the blue, especially all the bullshit yeah, that's same. in the states, right? And then yep. I just seen that, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so disheartened." Yeah, I was just so disheartened. I was like, "Really? We're really that's be yeah." Doing that's this exactly here? how I felt. I couldn't believe it because, like I said, I have so many friends and stuff in law enforcement. They're incredible people, and I'm like, man, I just have such a hard time understanding how if it if the road gets tough like this, they're going to back the government yeah. and not the people and yeah. it's just it's so backwards 
And I feel like a lot of the times, and I hate to be again, this person, but I feel like a lot of these systems, no, but they like shove them into this. Uh, I do these face things when you don't, yeah. um, I don't know, but so I didn't even right. mention it guys. Me and Kayla are doing this together. Did I? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so we, we actually don't do this ever. So it's funny to watch each other's yeah, facial expressions and like, oh, that's what you do when, you, when we podcast. Um, <laughs> You're not wearing pants. Okay. I'm not wearing pants. I am wearing pants, you guys. We're not naked. Anyways, that totally sidetracked me Sorry. a little bit. <laughs> um, but anyways, Freedom Convoy, where were we at? Stoner. Where was I at? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, this is where we get the... This is where we get the... Oh, we were sidetracked. Anyways, okay. So, the shit changed. The energy. The right. energy changed. Yeah. And I feel like the people on the ground felt that too. And it went from, like, we felt really safe and good to I feel very unsafe now. Like, it was like, this yes. is dangerous. They're coming to find the independent um videographers that are like journalists there you know what i mean and it was like why are canadians just regular canadians that are reporting on this fleeing for their lives or feeling like they're being attacked like we have freedom to report freedom of speech like i don't i don't understand well it was kind of one of those moments that really shined shone i don't know shined a light yeah shined a light um on what our country really is like now. And it yeah. did it in the worst way possible. Like obviously the Freedom Convoy was amazing and I'm so happy for everything that happened. But it was one of those moments that was a catalyst for people to really see like, holy shit, we don't have freedom of speech. Yeah. We don't have this, we don't have that. Like it was a very difficult pill to swallow. And that's what I really hope a lot of people took away from that as well because um the whole point was obviously they wanted to come down there to end the vaccine mandates to give everybody back their rights whatever and that didn't happen immediately after i mean different provincial regulations got lifted and whatever but the whole point was to take away the tra- like travel mandates all of it everything all like it. no more mandates whatever and the state of emergencies all of that crap which yeah. didn't happen but it did like what we were talking about earlier, it really made people see like, this is a problem. Like our country is under attack right now. Like there is a war going on here, whether you want to admit it or not, this is not what Canada represents. This is not what we stand for. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and, and so many people argue that. And I'm just like, if they did a war with guns, like a typical war, let's say like Russia and Ukraine, that would alert a lot of people. A lot of people would get involved. This is a silent, quiet one, you know, like, and I know people got all really mad. I'm not saying this is like the whole Hitler thing, but if, if a Hitler came out again, do you think he could use the same tactics or people might catch no. up? Do you think they're going to send sneaky. people to- it's a this is smarter. Way. Exactly. Yes. And it's and it's really separating people. Like it's just the art of war, right? It's just sneaky. Like they leveled up. They're not using guns and all that. They're making No, no, no. This is way better. This right? is way it's, better. <laughs> it's it's a power grab. And I know some people are like, "Well, I don't understand it." Well, you don't have to understand crazy people um to like know that they're crazy. Like they're just they just are. Yes, exactly. Right. And so it's just like, you know, and, and we're talking like the last episode with uh, the canceled journalist, you know, at a certain point, people make a certain amount of money. They don't care about anything else. They just care about power. Yeah. Right. And that's what we've seen with Trudeau because and, oh and Christia God. Freeland, like, oh, so, oh I, that, like, even that name, oh, it just makes me so bad. Me. And the fact that people were egging it on and being like, yeah, shut their bank accounts down. Take their money away. Literally cheering to shut down your fellow Canadian human being. Yeah, 100%. As if you have the audacity. For believing that they deserve bodily autonomy. That's right. 100%. Yeah. But then you have the fucking balls to talk about abortion laws right now. Like, oh my God. 
I know. How and do I people think, not see the parallels? It's and that's what I think that I honestly I'm I actually sat back and looked at it and I'm like, you know, if you like well it's just more like a biblical thing where they say like if you like in that sense it's like you know god's coming back to earth or he's exposing yeah all people. so like is this what we're just watching did we pick this time in this meat suit i really feel like we did to i think yeah. we did to help the world change the systems that have been for years i just got goosebumps i feel for years and this. fears right so i'm like you know what i'm ready for this fucking shit like absolutely bring it on like if this is Let's my human go. experience right now we're gonna change the way the world thinks and we're gonna be the outcasts and the black sheep and the conspiracy theorists i'm all amen to that right like when someone i love too with like russell brand i don't know if you watch russell brand i love russell brand do you love how now he's just like totally owning being a conspiracy theorist? oh my god he's amazing i did not know he was like this until the past two years and then i started listening to some of his stuff and i was like holy shit russell brand is based he is he's so on team based he is and he my favorite lately he's just getting more and more aggressive especially with democrats and shit and american yep. politics. and i'm just fucking here for it because like i love it i love it and that's the thing is just like if i think too when people started saying there was like nazis at the oh. um convoy i think that's when people were starting to be like okay hold up like <laughs> yeah. obviously we have our vax or dies and those that will never let it go but i think people that were just like i got it to travel i got it to do this but i don't want it being forced on others that had people there were like wow yep. something's not lining up Wasn't no your freelance grandfather also a nazi like, he was a yes. nazi so, like, yeah he was a collaborator wildly hilarious like i gonna... laughed so sorry go ahead <laughs> no no i was just gonna say like we're just literally gonna throw this like we're gonna throw that label at things but yet you are literally you have dirty like you have skeletons in your own fucking closet. Yep. But like I got called a Nazi when I was at the at the convoy. Like I got called a, a Nazi, and I couldn't help but laugh. Like I've been through the whole ah. cancel culture. I've been called literally everything that you can be canceled for. And this was this was a new one. I got called a Nazi, and I was like, okay, cool. Like my great grandma was literally in a concentration camp. I have family <laughs> in Israel. Yeah, I'm a Nazi, little fucking white Karen liberal. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, dude, I hear <sighs> the same thing. It's like my heritage is like this. Where yeah. Yep. Indigenous to your area, and so I may look white. <laughs> I definitely have. Uh, People just a white girl you don't want to talk about i'm like okay okay i don't need to fight that okay cool my ego, cool my no ego doesn't need to fight that because i know i'm just trying to help i'm not doing anything but trying to like and if it pisses you off no yeah go think about be it mad. please go think about it yeah be mad because and the thing is that people that call you things like that they're not there to have an actual conversation they're just there to shoot bullets at you and the best thing that you could do is just deflect them like there's no reason and i learned that over the past couple of years like there's no reason engaging with people like that if somebody comes at you with an actual intellectual point that you can have a good rebuttal to or whatever and engage in some sort of discourse it's a whole different thing but if somebody comes at you like you're a nazi racist transphobe uh, misogynistic fuck, what, what other words are all of them all the current things i'm like okay cool story bro bye god bless you my new favorite thing is agreeing with them see how pissed Me off too. that makes them oh my god yep. the all aboards so that was my freedom convoy i had like i'm not huge on, on instagram by any means um but this video got like 
quite a few views like it went pretty far which was really cool yeah and a lot of people commented because I think I was one of the first people like in my group of friends that was like I'm really gonna speak out and like yay right it was our time and I was like look like I've been saying stuff and fighting out but like I was just like guys this is a very pivotal moment for Canada like we need to come together like I'll send you the video Sasha I feel like yeah I want to see this and uh, I only had one guy and it was so funny because I think we would have been on the same team if he wasn't just such a dick but he was like you're just doing this for attention why don't you go get more vaccines blah 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 and I was like bro I don't I don't get vaccinated (laughs) like I haven't I have been an anti-vaxxer for a very long time yeah Um, I hid I hid that uh, title uh for the last two years for a little bit for like a year when it was like heavy but now I'm very proud to be that um and it was just so funny anyway so instead of like I was like, I'm going to take this different. Normally, I would, like, ask Grant or, like, Kayla, like, someone help me. Defend me here. So I was like, you're right. I'm doing this for attention. He was like, oh, you're so mature. I'm like, you're right. I am so immature. I'm so... You know what, dude? Thank you so much for coming to my account and telling me how to grow up. I am going to grow up right now. Thank you. Thank God. Thank you, Buddha. Right? And he would just, like, fucking blocked and deleted me. And I was like, well, that was great. Yeah. And I, I just like, like to send people photos of buttholes now. Like, I don't even say anything. <laughs> I literally just send photos of, like, dog assholes. I'm like, there you go. This is what you deserve. Enjoy. Like, enjoy this photo. Oh, no context. Just here you go. But you know what's great, though? And you could probably attest to this. And even though I fucking hate Nicole Arbor, I do like this thing that she, like, taught me. Was just like, but are, are you going to die? Yeah. And- are you yeah. going to die? Like, what is the worst that's going to happen? Like, do I really care about being accepted? Not really. I'd rather be accepted by the right people. So yeah. I'm going to... People are going to get mad at you and call you mean words. Meh. Oh, my yeah, God. Exactly. That sucks. Like, please, like, okay. Worse. Like, you know what goes on in my head? I am so mean to myself. There is no way. No, I'm just kidding. Right? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. You're calling me a dumb cunt. Well, guess what? I've called myself that six times today. Welcome to the. I called myself a dumber cunt. So, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, uh, but you know what? But a lot of people, though, that's how they get bullied online and are silenced. And I said this the other day: whether you're pro or uh, against abortion, you and you feel like you have to say something, you should say it because have a discussion. Have a discussion. Open yourself up. Go through that anxiety and have discourse. Because if you're really nervous, that means you don't probably really believe what you're saying right no if you're I'm fine with having open discussion uh, with that based on my opinion and my experience and I know that that's going to be different from person and I respect yeah right that's the difference you know but with this fucking freedom convoy I was just I would not have it like if anybody was saying anything I was like you need to stop like you need to post all of the lives and being like follow these people they're showing you like what is actually happening (laughs) I got into it with a Home Depot employee over that because I was also, I was in a very combative state uh, when the convoy, that was like the most emotionally charged I've been in my entire life. Like I went into like a pretty deep depression after that, but during the thick of things, I was at Home Depot and I was picking up PVC piping like to make makeshift flags or whatever. And um, I was in the, the aisle or whatever that I needed to be. And I overheard these two Home Depot employees like very loudly and openly talking about the Freedom Convoy. And then one guy was like, did you hear that journalist got fired from the CBC because he was actually saying that something good might be coming from the Freedom Convoy or whatever? Wow. And um, he's, he's like, yeah, but he deserved to get fired because obviously he's a lunatic. Wow. I turn around to him and like as politely as humanly possible with the sweetest smile on my face, I'm like, sir... I just want you to know that what you hear on the news, it's not true. And he's like, yes, it is. I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, yeah, it is. How would you know? And I'm like, because I was there. I'm actually leaving to go there tonight. 
And he, oh my God, this man was like in his late fifties, turns to me. He's like, cause I haven't worn a mask in the last two years. Yes. And he's just like, um, it's people like you with your, with your masks <laughs> off that are killing people, like putting my grandma at risk. He's like, um, you fucking anti-vaxxers. He's like, I'm, I'm wearing this mask for you. I was like, what God do you what? pray to? Fauci, right? Fauci's the guy that you Fauci? idolize. He's like, yeah. I'm yes. like, Fauci literally said that that thing on your face is useless. I'm standing two meters away from you. Nothing is going to happen to you. I'm like, it's useless. He's like, you're a QAnon clown. You're a fucking <laughs> lunatic, wow. blah, 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 blah. He, he, then he asked me, he's just like, yeah, or you could be, at least we're not like uh, in the States. You see how they're doing. And I'm like, which states the ones that have no mandates and that are thriving he and then he just fucking exploded like literally exploded i turn around to him i'm like i hope that you and your family get through this really tough time because i understand it's a really hard time for everyone and i just want to send you my blessings god bless you and i wish you and your family health and i turn around and walk away but i couldn't i could not believe it like this was just, yeah, it was just wild, but I was like, okay, you're going to talk shit about my people. Ooh, I'm coming down on you. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's just like, and I, I will do that when I see people I'm like, and I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just like, Hey, but like, look at the other side. Like there's more to this. Like just, but that's what I mean. I think the system, that's what I was trying to say when I got all stoned and fucking done, um, is that this, I feel like the systems are designed to set us up. So people do not have the capacity to pay attention. The inflation no. up people remember back in the day when your parents, your dad worked and your mom stayed at home and yeah. well, for the most part, like maybe not us yeah. then. And it's just like, now they're, house the kids are gone all the time hooked into social media or fucking hollywood that's brainwashing them then you or the, the schools the only, the same yes and the only time people have time to watch tv is they're going to watch the nightly news and get their information from that or the like they, they log into the internet and the microsoft update is fa- fa- the death count you know like it's the just- problem is also people don't look into these statistics people see everything nope. at face value like that home depot employee was kind of like an eye-opener for me too because Everything that he was spewing at me was so emotionally charged. There was not a single thing that he was talking about that was based in any kind of actual fact. So I kept coming at him with like, here are some statistics. Here is what the man that you claim knows everything said on the subject. And you don't know any of this, but you're literally yelling at me. Yeah. But a lot of people, that's, it's just taught them to be extremely emotionally charged. And all of this news, it, it just, it's meant to emotionally polarize people. And that's exactly what it's done because people will not, turn off their tv and be like hmm this thing that made me feel some type of way maybe i should look into it a little bit further people don't do that anymore no they don't no absolutely not they just they just take things at face value and the same thing when you said about statistics that's what i started doing too because i'm like some of this shit isn't lining up so i started like looking into it and looking at the data that was being collected and i'm not a mathematician but things just didn't seem to line up when it was like i look at the flu numbers or things last year or look at all the different type of deaths and then but all these people are yelling and you kind of feel like you're stupid you're like okay maybe i'm not understanding but then a lot of it i was like they're like okay so we went to like this we went we pulled people and like 95 percent said that we should va- uh, mandate vaccines and it was like oh well we were at a pro vaccine rally um and we interviewed yeah, five exactly. people like yeah. <laughs> and like and two of them said yes one of them yeah. said don't ask me a question the other one said i don't know and the one person said no so it was like oh 95 percent like yeah, what, they what, skew what, the statistics to fit their yes. narrative a hundred percent and like in our one of our couple episodes ago we had an ex-plant therapist come on 
And one of the things that I had no idea, like just even just with her topic with breast implants is that a lot of women will go into studies and then the studies will just drop right off. They will never be followed up. So so it's sketchy. It's so sketchy. So then you start thinking, okay, what are they doing that with everything else? Now I have no fucking trust in it. No, that's where I wanted people to be like, okay, look at the denominator, guys. You're saying these many people died in Canada. How many Canadians do we have? Not three. Yep. There's not 20 people in Canada. There's millions. Oh, there's millions. Yeah, millions. You know, but but at the trucker convoy, it was a small fringe minority. I don't think six million people uh, that I don't even know. Like, there's a lot of fucking people there. That was massive. But I just think it's funny how, like, you know, how um, small fringe. Yeah. Um. Just funny how. uh, how that just changes like they flip that to the and it's like oh there's so many covid deaths and so many people are dying of covid when the number wasn't really that big and then it's like no. oh there's no people at the freedom convoy or no one that supports it oh, it's it like massive. plus like six million unvaxxed canadians supported shoulder, it shoulder. plus everybody else that was fucking not for it It was not just fucking um, unvaxxed that were and dead. how many people that were that were in support but couldn't say it no. publicly that were scared yes. to be shunned by people you know 100%. And that's where I'm saying, like, it is scary, guys. But like me, Sasha and Kayla can say, like, we've done it, said it online. And man, does it feel good to fucking sit and how you actually feel and not worry about. Oh, buddy, it's the best feeling, isn't it? And the more you do it, it's just like a muscle. The more you train it, the better it is. Right. And the more I find also, you just feel a lot better being authentic. Like you just feel like you have nothing to hide from the world. I can say anything and it could be it can people might think it's offensive or whatever but it's like I have nothing to hide I can be honest and if you want to have a conversation with me about my opinions and what I have to say I have no qualms about that none because I'm not afraid of what I have to say yes and I'm not afraid of people not liking me anymore no because more people like me now because I'm upfront and super honest I have more people who come and have want to have open clear honest communications people who don't understand my opinion but kind of believe what I'm fighting for ask me like well how did you do this or like well how did you yeah. get to this point things like that and I'm like I'm so open for that and I'm so down for it I'm also still down to go toe-to-toe with the fucking idiots like I'm like <laughs> I will fucking literally I'm so done yeah. like there was like some some idiot from Ontario obviously it's Ottawa Ontario those people are on terrible so fucking yes yeah. Ottawa is the worst Ottawa is literally know. the worst sorry, sorry. Good. Ottawa just people, like the liberals of it right yeah, I think that's like the oh. wokest part of Canada. I feel like it 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 brought a lot of like it brings. Oh, like, did you hear about the power outage that we had here a couple of weeks ago? Yes, and I sure did. Did you see the the response from some Ottawans? No, but oh, was it because <laughs> of the Freedom Convoy? The gen- no, 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 no. It was oh. something about they were getting a stupid amount of calls into bylaw, and this was actually on mainstream news. They were getting an obscene amount of call, uh, calls to bylaw about the noise from the generators that people set up. <laughs> like, are you fucking out of your mind? It was like natural disaster happening. People were out of power and you're complaining that they're trying to survive. Like, But that's oh. my point. Like, is there, <laughs> is there a fucking universal joke going on here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like all the things that people are fighting about against are just being thrown back in their faces. Like, not to like sidetrack, but it's like, oh, men can't have an opinion on abortions, but you identify as a woman and now you can fucking speak on women's rights. How does that make sense? I'm so confused about that whole thing. Yeah, I just, I don't know. But that's how I feel like all of these are coming too, right? It's just like, 
you know, when they're saying, oh, it's only white supremacists going to the Freedom Convoy. And here I'm seeing people of every race in Canada because Canada, Canada is not just white people, y'all. I'm sorry. And a lot nope. of people think that we're all living in igloos and we're all white, but we are ethnic. very like Kayla's like what? How many cultures? All three, all different, three different ones. Like, you know, so many. so many. And like, it's that's and I'm white and you're white. So it makes let's no sense. talk about it. Let's talk about this. But just <laughs> that that was just the one thing that I think was just like absolutely crazy that I was just like, really? Like, I, I know there is white supremacy. I'm not saying that there are, the but like, that was wild. It's like, I'm sorry. It was wild. Trudeau is far more racist than okay, any human lady. Yeah, exactly. Margaret. I've Sutherland. never seen a single person do blackface as many times as our prime oh. minister has. And still people somehow take him seriously when he talks about racism and also the sexual like allegations against him, like the underage ones or whatever. But yet he talks about like women's rights and all this. And I'm just like, are you, are you like okay? Are people, what is that term? Like cognitive dissonance? Yes. And like people believe him. And I'm like, but like he embodies everything that he talks about. It's basically like people say, it, it's like if you're dating a guy and he's like, I'm not a cheater. I would never cheat on you. I don't like cheating. Cheating is bad. I don't cheat. cheat. First guy to cheat on you. That would yes. be him. That's yes. Justin Trudeau. He has to keep talking about all of these things Ugh. because he is that. Like he embodies that. Yes. Yes. And he's and and like what people don't forget is like, y'all, he he's a drama that. teacher. What do you oh, think he's, he's so studying? good at acting? He's actor. Like he's a shit actor. He is to the people he's that get him. But the people that he lets come into the, I mean this in the kindest way, but think of all the people he has brought in, like in and saved in their minds, yeah, right? Like they've saved them from third world countries where they were literally treated like trash and they come to Canada and they're looking at Canadians going, what are you doing? You have it so yep. good here. And it's like, yes. realize but... he treats his Canadians exactly. like worse than he treats newcomers or immigrants. Or like, we have to speak from... to my, my grandparents, because um, my grandma, my cousin and my cousin's daughter just fled Ukraine and got here yes. like over yes. the last couple of weeks. And we literally had to have this conversation with like my family, like he is not a good person, right? Just because you are here because it's or under his government or whatever, he is not a good person. He, he is not save you. Friend, but like, no, he did not save you. And he did that for face and for a like, I'm not saying that none of this stuff, everyone has a right to come to Canada and have that. I'm not saying that. But my point is, is that when you're saved, you have this hero complex for the person that saved you. But it's not Trudeau that's doing it or the Trudeau that is like feeling the consequence of, of all of those things. It's regulated Canadians, right? And it's yeah. like that they're losing their jobs. We're losing housing yeah, is out of control it. because we have too many people for the fucking houses that we have. Like and it's just it's getting intense, right? And it's like it's not anything, it's just too much. It's and too much. and you can do all these great things. And like you said, you could do a good thing, does does not mean you're a good person. Like, no. and, and, and your agenda, do we, I don't believe he's doing this for a good thing. I believe he does this so that he can continue having power. Because he loves he voters back. because he has no Canadians. I think even like the, even the liberals are turning their backs on him. He has yes. no voters anymore. If no. he wins the next election and this is what I fear, he's, he's basically Putin, but of no. Canada, because there's not a chance in hell he will win the next election without it being rigged. Like if he wins, that tells you everything you need to know about the system. And that's it. And we need to change the system because I think it needs to be like the states. You cannot have more than two terms. No, there needs to be a term limit. I, I 100% agree. Like, and fucking like Biden, you're done. Like someone, he said something like, oh, I'm going to run. And it was like AOC that didn't even back him. I was like, wow, you're even top Democrats not even fucking backing you. Yep. He is the worst. out of In the words of stepbrothers, he's a geriatric fuck. <laughs> like, geriatric. get the hell out of here. Go back to your retirement home. Nobody wants you. Fuck off. 
Go have your ice cream and stay away from bicycles. Goodbye. Yeah, stay the fuck away from bicycles. I'm not going to lie, though. When Trump said a speech the other day, I don't know where he was, but he's like, and I promise you, if I ever return, I will never go on a bicycle. (laughs) I was was laughing so so hard. Ruthless. I love it. Well, it made me laugh, too. It's just like, oh, it's only Trump supporters supporting the Freedom Convoy. I'm like, are you fucking out of your mind? Like, what that is. And like you said, it's cognitive dissonance. Pinpoint every bad thing on this thing, on this movement, so it doesn't get traction. It's the same thing why they invented conspiracy theories, is that people didn't look into it. So we're going to label this because, you know, this generation loves fucking labels. So we're going to label this, and it's that. And that's it. It's done. It's trash. We're we're on to the next. And that's why The problem. Go ahead. The problem with that is also, like, we have all of these terms, like what I was talking about, like racist, white supremacist, transphobe, homophobe, Nazi. We we throw all of these terms at things, and any decent human being wants to stay away from those terms. And unfortunately, especially in Canada, people are so damn polite and so nice that they kind of just try to distance themselves from anything that could even potentially be associated with that without, like, really looking into it. And people are like, hmm. Although I agree with this movement, it's been called white supremacist. So I'm just going to try to stay away from that because I'm a good person and I don't want anybody to judge me. And it's like, but those are just terms. Yeah. Those are just terms that have no meaning. You can throw those terms at absolutely anything. It does not give it meaning and validation. Yeah. Until you action it. Exactly. And that's just someone's opinion of what they what seen online because you shared a meme, because you laughed at something. Like, people just get, like, I don't know. Y'all, get off your fucking phones and get get out into nature more. Because, like, I am an investigator. If you want me to find something on someone, I will find it. But I also yeah. realized. Three seconds. In three seconds. And I love that skill about myself. But I've also realized <laughs> I wasted 10 years learning this skill. And it brings me fucking nothing. So, like, let's not look into everyone's lives so much this way. Let's start looking into, like, government and and systems right like why is everyone yeah. so broke why have no one can afford a house in, in in Kelowna right now to buy a house is uh, a normal regular house is 1.5 million dollars that's what Toronto's like why yeah. am I why am I living in Kelowna BC and we're paying fucking Toronto prices what yo I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be moving to Alberta in the next couple of years you guys Mark. are welcome to stay on my hundred of eight hundred acres that I'm gonna buy so okay that's welcome. fine let's all have our own <laughs> services that we can bring I yes. am going to be the jester of the court. That is what I can bring to the table. I can well. I love it. I love laughing. Okay, perfect. I can I'm laugh. Good with tools. Kayla's good with tools. Sasha is fucking amazing at everything. And she's very <laughs> useful. Yep. Fishing, <laughs> hunting, cooking, cooking. Cooking. I'll cook. I'm down. She can be our, 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 our town artist. I can do pictures, I like it. photos, and journalism. See, and that's what, <laughs> and that's is what one thing I just want to not to touch on this abortion thing, but just want one thing. I'm going to do a video on this on my personal page. But what I want to yep. bring to people is this: what we want is smaller government, local governments, mm-hmm. this small communities, released, right? This being released from the federal constitution or whatever brings it back to state. And, and as far as I'm concerned, more things need to be brought back to state. What is good for us in BC yeah. is not going to be good for you in Ontario. And nope. what's good in Alberta is not going to be good for Manitoba and the fucking complete, like all the new fees and all that is completely different than Vancouver Island. So and, but we have this one blanket that is running. And if people know, we didn't really talk about this too much, but in Canada, whoever's listening, cause we have people internationally listening, you badass. Um, I fucking love it. But like in Canada <laughs> and you, and you'll agree with this, like it's pretty much the fucking East that decides who's going to be in. Literally. So he, he, he it's was, Ontario. 
it's Ontario. So he floods all these people that he saves from other countries, which great, you're welcome here. He concentrates them where he has the most seats and he wins by saving those people every fucking time. And it's like, I'm not saying people need to save, but let's spread them out and let's teach them about politics and how this government is very much going to be turning into the country you just fucking fled from. Right. I started understanding the the Alberta separatist movement when I moved there because I started understanding how vastly different Ontario is from everything else. Living in Alberta and living in Ontario felt like living in two completely different countries, like speaking to people and their values and their ideologies and stuff. And I'm like, hold up. This is the same country. And it's just yeah, this political system is really, really, really stupid. And I 100 percent agree with what you just said. Yeah, it needs to. And that's where I'm just like, that's where I'm like, I get everyone's emotional. And I get that this means bad things for certain people. I understand that. But in the grand scheme of breaking down systems, if you're looking at that avenue, this is a big fucking win to bring it back to state. And I know it's not just easy moving to different states, but you have the choice. Now, get fucking involved in politics. Like, yep. politics has made you hate it for a reason. So you don't pay attention. So they're all in power. So yep. this shit that triggers people, I'm like, yeah, because now these people are going to get fucking involved and they're going to look into things and they're going to like, everyone has their trigger. Right. And to, to, something, to that sets them off. something that sets them off to wake up. Right. If this is the fucking wake up to some people, this is the catalyst. Exactly. The catalyst Jordan Peterson. I went to, I went to his uh, lecture uh, a month ago or something like that. And he brought that up because they were like, people were asking about like the future of Canada, whatever. And he's like, the biggest thing that you can do is get yourself involved in politics. Yeah. Absolutely. Because government isn't going away. It's never going to go away. This is the society that we live in. Unfortunately, as much as I fucking hate the government and I'm all pro anarchy nowadays, but yeah. This is the society that we live in. This is the system. You want to make a difference? Go run for MP. Do something. Yeah. Do something yeah. in government. Make your voice awesome. heard. But sitting yeah. back and complaining isn't going to do shit. Exactly. And that's where I felt. It's just like, okay, now that we're here, this was like, to me, like, if, especially if we talk about like the great reset and, you know, new world order or whatever. Yeah. That's 2030, y'all. We've just had a fucking little glimpse of what could happen. So let's start yep. working now. Let's get to the local levels. Let's hold people accountable. Let's have conversations. Let's not just be so nice and Canadian and just yeah. like fucking Timbits and fucking two sixers. Yep. Like, let's Ooh. pay a little bit more attention That's to the world. Crazy. We need to. We need to. And I feel like, again, the system set us up to push us out. Well, guess what, Trudeau? You shouldn't have fucking locked a bunch of us smart ass people in our houses or bored as shit that have ages. Yep. We didn't got to do shit because we learned some stuff. <laughs> And oh, we learned a lot of stuff. We're teaching other people's stuff. And I don't need a fucking college education to know something ain't right here. <laughs> like, Damn you know? right. I just, it's so wild. And I feel so like empowered now that I've gone through this. And I tried to say this to everyone. Listen, whether you're vaxxed or not, whether you agree with abortion or not, whether you get freedom of speech needs to be for everybody, because right now they might not be targeting you, but one day they will. So if the vax comes back and the conspiracy comes true that all vaccinated people are going to be sick and it's our unvaccinated people that get to run freely, you're probably going to want us on your side to teach you and stand up with you, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's yep. where, like I can disagree with people and what they think and what they do, but that's not my life. I don't have to live it. I don't have to sit with what you've done and those thoughts. Oh, so it's not yeah, really yeah. right. It's not really my business. But like, oh, oh. like this? It just. <laughs> People just make me Where so mad. Going? Where was I going with this? I make my own self mad. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. <sighs> Point being is that like <laughs> we can all disagree and still be respectful. We can all have conversations and disagree without canceling each other or calling each other nasty names. When people start naming, saying names and calling you a Nazi, it means they have no other facts to talk about. No, exactly. 
And freedom of speech is a thing that should be an ultimate. Like, no matter what, freedom of speech should exist. Even if somebody brought this point up, they're like, okay, well, you want people spreading or, like, saying hateful shit, like, dropping in bombs and doing this, that online. I'm like, honestly? Absolutely. No, but absolutely I want, because any normal human being can look at that and be like, you're a fucking moron. You're yes. a moron. If you're a racist, you're a moron. You're a moron if you're a sexist. Like, any decent human being with half a brain. We don't need the government to filter the bad stuff out. We no, don't need the not. government to point their finger and be like, that's the boogeyman. You yes. need to be able to have these discussions and, like, these thought processes in your head and come to these realizations by yourself. I read some good quote, and it was about... Um, I was like, there is no such thing as misinformation. There is just information that you process and information that you don't process. And yes. people need to understand, like, we're not children. And it, it's like putting a child into a bubble and just coddling them forever. You're not letting them see the consequences of their actions. You're not letting them go and break an arm. You're not letting them go and, like, learn things. And if you put people into these bubbles where, like, only the safe things are the things that you can see online. Make sure you have your little safe space and stuff. You're not going to introduce them to the real world. And then people are not going to be able to function properly because they don't know how to. They're just used to being fucking coddled. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's where we I need to have access to all information. All of yes, it. And, Bad and good. And we, we get to decide because everyone's life experience is different, right? Like, Absolutely. And, and that's why it's so hard to like, and, and I get when people are upset, but like you said, there's government is always going to be here. So I used to always be like, fuck the government. I don't want to be involved. And I realized that that is why we are where we are right now. And it ain't yep. good, Pam. It yeah. ain't good. So we need to get into this. And I'm so grateful. I don't even know what I could possibly say to, or how I would even find out who these truckers are. But like, I don't think they understand, maybe they do understand what they meant. Like, I hope they do. They know what some, some of us, they, they do. Say. They absolutely do. As long they as do. there was hate, I really fucking hope that they knew the hearts of people that really meant like we've been, we, and cause we've been talking out about this for so long. And, and like, I felt like no one was listening. Like it was never going to change. And in that moment I was like, Oh my God, this is a change. Now I feel stronger. And the minute they came out, I was like, my voice got 10 times fucking yeah. louder, 10 times louder because of them. And I just like my, I, you know, not close with my real dad, but he was a trucker, a logger as well. So like, you know, I came from that kind of family. I come on the Island where, you know, it's like fishing or logging. Um, yeah. So truckers are, you know, they're huge to us and, and, and just the abuse they were having and just like, Oh, I just felt so good. And I, I honestly hope that they know still to this day that I, I will never forget that moment in my entire life. I started a thing when I, when I was going to the convoy, it was uh, a website. It's letters for truckers.com. And like for a few weeks I was yeah. uploading yeah. letters from all around the world. Um, and I, I gave out. So the first and the second week, I think it was, no, it was the second and third week. Anyways, doesn't matter. I gave out like a whole bunch of business cards to them and physical printed copies of like some of the letters just so that like they could read things. Oh my God. I can't even begin to tell you the kind of like emotional clusterfuck that was to navigate reading these letters. It was like all around the world, all around the world. It wasn't just Canadians. It was like 50% from countries around the world like united states there was people in europe there was people from china like all around and it was like man the impact that they made and they knew like they know you go up to these trucks and their whole entire truck inside is filled with cards and drawings from children and stuff it was the support was unlike anything i have ever experienced in my entire life We, we were like crying with the truckers there was one guy who literally fucking started crying when i gave him the card because at first when we came in um 
to one of the camps, this guy was like walking around and I seen him a few times and he kind of gave me like weird looks. I was like, what the fuck? And then he finally came up to me and he was just like, hey, can I help you? And I was like, oh, like, my name is Sasha. This is what I'm doing. I want, like, I'm trying to start up this uh, site for you guys where I could show you guys just how much, like, we appreciate you. Like, I want you to know, like, this is the first time in a very long time that I finally felt heard. And you guys are really, like, the only glimmer of hope that we have right now. This guy looks at me and he's like a, like, late 40s, like, really burly looking trucker guy. His eyes teared up. Man, I started bawling. He started crying. Like, even right now, I'm, like, getting emotional even thinking about that. I gave him the biggest hug, and he just, like, started crying. He was like, you don't understand how much that means to us. He's like, my wife was on uh, CBC yesterday. They interviewed her for 20 minutes. The only thing that they aired was the 30 seconds of her saying, yes, I fear for my life. And it had nothing to do – yeah, it was just completely skewed. So he came up to me and confronted me because he thought that I might have been a reporter for mainstream media, and he just – wasn't going to tolerate that obviously but like when he found out what we were doing it was like he just burst into tears and i was like holy fuck man like oh there was i don't know if a lot of people did but there was like a cv radio oh, app. oh yeah oh yeah yeah and i sat there i was just smoking joint after joint just bawling listening to these kids and like there were some assholes and those people were on those assholes though yes right was- away Oh, it was great. And I was just like, I had goosebumps the whole time. I was bawling my eyes out. The little kids being like, thank you, truckers. We love you. Oh, we're fighting for our freedom. Or they're like, beep, beep, Hong Kong. And I was just like, I can't. And like, it just makes me so proud. Like, I'm not a parent. But when I seen parents out there teaching their children what it is to stand for what they believe in, whether you agree with the freedom convoy or not, to see parents make like bring their kids into that and show them what it is to stand up for themselves that was to me one of the coolest things I know it wasn't necessarily the best place near the end for sure but like I don't know it just it, it showed that they were parents just are like I don't know I all you need like, to get your kids involved you know yes teach them now that it's yeah. important to be involved stand and, up for and to stand up and like for have a voice I'm pissed that I spent most of my fucking teenage years caring about drinking boys and fucking who was popular. Like, oh my God. And I know that's all by design and I know that that's no one's fault. But oh my God, I really wish that I was just a super fucking nerd and just like learned (laughs) shit and didn't like, you know, was paying attention because like I didn't But the thing is, you are where you are right now and you have these thoughts based on whatever you've experienced. So even if you were a boy crazy whatever True. <laughs> you are where you are we right now are. because of exactly that's it uh, yeah. really like come on now but like it's just it's crazy to me like why aren't those that's the one thing i will respect a little bit more about like asian com- uh, countries for sure and like china is that they're very like they want their kids to learn and be set up yeah. right they to have too they're too much but that but like more than us where it's like western culture, they're very it's like, smart learn. and they but there's so many things in the asian culture where it's like and this is a common thing and just maybe because of where my line of work or my line of interest, my passion, but like the intensity that they, the expectation level that they have on their children is so fucked up that That's so true. many of them have like anxiety or depression and then, yeah, yes, it's definitely too much, but I like, I just mean like what they like more the drive to have the drive the, to learn. Yeah. yeah. But like here, it's just like, Oh, we just promote like fucking fuck boy life and yeah kardashians like yeah exactly and it's just like care about what's next on the kardashians i don't fucking care she's eating bugs to make (laughs) or not even actually eating bugs pretending to eat bugs so you all fucking eat bugs also by the way everyone that loves her and went and got a bbl because of her she got hers out so y'all gonna start taking your booties out now you can get bbls out yes that's a thing 
Yeah, you can. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I don't, I fucking hate that. Ugh. She has yeah, natural butt now, and the internet went wild. And I was like, "Really, guys? Like, I'm like, okay, where's the Pfizer documents? Is that is what that a that brave right? woman? She's so, so brave. brave. Just get so up and rare. People oh don't want to get up and God. go to work. Are you fucking kidding me? This is what I'm talking about. Out of I'm touch so, people. So like, how? And, and this is another thing that bothers me. I don't know about Sasha what it's like over there, but I have some people <laughs> over in BC that are like, "But mandates are all over. Why are you guys still mad?" Oh, they exist all around Canada. I just seen uh, Mickey Returns on Instagram. I love him. Love, I fucking, love. oh my God. I found him was the Freedom Convoy too. And he's like, if I'm standing, if I'm gay and I'm standing by a <laughs> guy, the video that I, yes! does that make I'm him like, gay? Gay? Like, oh my God. He, he killed me. Gay. That's literally the video that I saw of him too. And I was like, that's it. I'm following this guy. I don't know how he doesn't have a bigger following than what he does. Because he is oh, And he, and he yes. is ruthless. Holy oh, shit. Again. Him and Meg's again. Yeah. Him, Meg's again. You, Corduroy Restaurant. Those are like our top. Oh, days. what the J. What the J. Yeah, what if J fails? Or yeah, what if J fails? Or like yeah. Um, but there has been like Canadian people that have done it. And I just get so proud when I see it. And I'm like, this is our community, guys. This is what we're doing. We are I love it. New world order. We're building a new world where it's yeah. back to nature, back to healing. No big pharma. Yes, we're still going to use the great health. awakening, not the great reset. Yes. And I think that's their biggest mistake is not realizing that humans will always thrive and go above evil and will always conquer no matter what. And like, I don't know. I just the faith that restored in humanity in me watching you guys watching you give out the because there's gift cards too. you gave out a bunch of gift cards too. oh yeah we got like yeah. thousands, thousands of dollars in donations and we were giving right. out gift cards and it's thank just, god i think that's the one reason i didn't get fucked over and had my account frozen because all of the money that got sent to me i it was a blessing in disguise that the gofundme got canceled yeah. because the gofundme um like i ended up getting my money back and then i tried to like i don't even remember what happened with give send go i ended up taking all the money out and then i bought it all as gift cards like we were doing cash we were giving out cash and gift cards nice so smart yeah and still, still some people don't even understand the connection okay so we didn't talk about this let's bring it back so just a couple weeks ago because we were so this is where i was getting to oh my god it's all coming back together you guys because everyone is so busy and it's six months down the road are people paying attention unless they're based in reality on what just fucking happened when they said there was no need for the emergencies act the police didn't need them they didn't call for them this is a hundred percent of fucking overreach of power by these fucking yep. hunts in power and no Nobody cares because everyone is on abortion right now. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. to be rude. I'm not, it. I'm no. not saying 100%. any of these fucking movements aren't needed to be talked about. They, they do. 100% are. But you know what? I don't know if you guys know who Trisha Paytas is, but she does this shit too, where she cares about something for a fucking month. She's like, oh, I'm fucking trans. Oh, I'm fucking this. Oh, I'm now Jewish. Now I'm Christian. Now I'm yeah. black. Now I think I'm uh, they, them. She and whatever the hot topic is whatever the hot topic but she doesn't do it years down the road so real advocates look at you and go well what the fuck where have you been for years or why aren't you doing it after yeah. so when you constantly change your profile to what the current thing is i love you for caring about wanting to do stuff but they ain't doing yourself. jack shit like, i don't think they care to be honest with you i don't think people give a shit i honestly face. think People are fucking bored at home, have yeah. no hobbies, have no purpose or meaning in their lives, and the only thing that they can do is post a fucking flag or some kind of an icon on their Facebook profile. You are not doing anything. You need to get the fuck up off your couch and go and exist in the world and make an actual change and have goals, have a purpose, have hobbies. Yeah, but nobody does. 
It can even be against me. You can go Literally. against everything that I say as long as you're fucking doing something. As long as you're gonna yep. have a conversation. As long as you're gonna have the balls to stand up. This is what I don't understand. Like, why did we all of a sudden like hate each other for standing up for different things? This is at the beginning of COVID. I had a friend that was like immunocompromised, and she was like yelling about all of that and saying, and I was like, yeah, and I hundred percent agree with you. I was like, but what about all the fucking overdoses, the abuse, the like? I am a. Uh, I just got out of massive. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. I know my friend just got out of massive depression. We are teetering on going back to those things. That matters to me. I'm sorry yep. that, that your thing matters to you. And that's great. Keep fighting for it. But I have every right to keep fighting for things that affect me in my life. And my absolutely is holding on by a fucking string. And if y'all and those things can life. exist simultaneously. Yes. Two truths can exist at the same time. The vaccine yep. can be bad and good at the same time. Yes. It depends on who you fucking are. Right. Yep. Uh, like and same with this abortion could be needed for one person and not another i have miscarriages i can't hold a baby i would love to have that however if i was 16 years old by myself in a different situation i don't know what i would have done so how the fuck can i judge that absolutely as an adult in my situation i'm not going to but i'm not going to yell at someone that did because that is her fucking life right yep there's a lot of nuances that people don't understand Yes. And there are things, there's intricates, right? And so this is where we need to put our egos and our anger aside because you know what online did? And and this is like work from (laughs) work from home life that I've noticed when I work from home more days than not, I don't feel like a human being sometimes because I don't have that personal connection. The minute I go in and I talk to that person, I remember that they're a person and that instant connection and, and that they're just human like I am. But when I'm online, I kind of forget that because I don't have that human connection. Well, y'all, we just went through this for two fucking years. And you can tell some people need some hugs. Absolutely. (laughs) Big hugs. (laughs) Big hugs. Let's get away from big mad and savage behavior. And let's go back to healing and growing. And let's let's not forget this happened too. Oh, fuck. So many people just want, I want to forget COVID happened, but I don't. We want to (laughs) know why? Because we can't repeat this. No. Just forget that this happened and move on and not go back and go, hold up. How did we get here? Yeah. How did we get here where families were not letting each other come over for Christmas? Oh my God. I Do you think sorry. that we're done this? Do you think no. that we're done this? Or no, no. me neither. I was going to say like, we're so far from, honestly, this fall, there's 100% there's be more luck. I don't know stuff. if it's going to be COVID. I kind of feel like COVID's like COVID's done, but everything that got put into place because of COVID yeah. is about to be turned up. So whether well, that's, it's it, being I, amplified. My doctor, I, I called my doctor. So I have a, I have a flight yeah, coming up yeah. in july and i called my doctor to get a medical exemption for the mask because i'm like i'm not fuck like i can't wear a fucking mask for five hours i'm not doing it yeah and she was like guilt tripping me but she's like oh well you know there might be a worse variant that comes along this fall like we're not covid is far from over she's like you should she's like you seem like a very strong willed woman at this point you should learn how to like put on a mask like maybe like put a lace mask on or something. And I'm like, I did not fucking ask you for your lecture. Like you are my doctor. I don't care if you don't think the pandemic is over. I'm not wearing a mask on a flight. You're my family doctor. You're supposed to care about my health. And I'm telling you right now, I'm a 29 year old woman. I'm not at fucking, I'm not at a high risk for COVID. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I have a bad response when I put on a mask. I don't need you to tell me COVID is not over. Yeah, uh, it's my choice if I want to. This my is what I don't understand. Choice. Right, my body, my choice. It's fucking irony. But what I don't <laughs> understand is like, what if I wanted to the next person? So when I stopped wearing masks was before they they let us not for like probably three yeah. months because I was just done. I was like, I can't anymore. But my yeah. anxiety was always so afraid to argue people. But this way, I was just like, the next person that comes up to me, I'm gonna say I'm suicidal and I want to die. Let me have COVID so I could die, please. 
Like, it's my choice. Just make like, them feel uncomfortable, too. Yeah, and make you feel super uncomfortable, right? Like, I'm that's yeah. what I'm at. If you're going to actually come up to me and talk to me about it, I'm going to make you feel as unfucking comfortable as possible. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And, like, it's just wild to me. Like, everyone gets to decide. And you know what's the greatest thing about freedom? You can wear your fucking mask if you want to. Yep. Absolutely. I'm not going to say jack shit. And am I going to say something inside my head when you're outside or in your car by yourself? Probably. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It makes me sad. Actually, my thoughts are, oh, my God, my heart breaks that this person is that afraid. It's sad. Of air. It's very sad, actually. Like, you know, at first. It's genuinely sad. It's it genuinely, truly sad and devastating to see how easily manipulated and brainwashed people are. Yes, I used to make fun of it like crazy. And now I'm like, man, the fact that you're still doing this. I see people going on runs in Toronto in 30 degree heat. Because my boyfriend lives in Toronto. So I go down there like to see him, whatever. 30 degree weather. People are running outside wearing masks. There's kids holding their parents' hands. And their parents don't have masks on. But the kids have been indoctrinated that they don't feel safe without a mask. 30 degrees. They're sweating outside wearing an N95. And that's where we've gotten to. And because everyone's, and they're afraid of each other. Like um, one of the girls too, Elizabeth, she said from Shanghai, she was like, she doesn't make her kids wear masks, but her littlest sees everybody. So she wants to be right. Because like as generation, like survival, it's like, if you were the odd man out, you died back in the day. So we have ingrained that you get outcasts. So we've ingrained that. That's why we try so hard to be accepted. Right. And so it's like, we have that nature in us to go for what is you know, publicly accepted because then we're not going to be the outcasts and losers. We're not going to die. Obviously it's not the same as it was in the caveman times, but generational trauma is a thing, right? So we act that way. And so you see these kids and they do it and it breaks my heart or yelling at each other because they're so afraid. And if people just knew the power that their bodies and their minds had for themselves, fuck, we would be a powerful human race. Yeah. There would be a lot of things not happening. There would be. And so it's just like, yeah, I just, I just urge everyone whatever the fucking mainstream media is saying it's usually opposite and just go watch simpsons and they'll tell you the truth (laughs) like i just and what makes me happy is seeing now like i said this is all coming out and people aren't paying attention because they're all fighting about abortions but y'all the emergency act wasn't needed why aren't people more mad about trudeau overstepping here i often wonder too i'm like have have we always been this politically divided or has it just been the last two years but then i think about the past two years and it's literally just been one thing after another and like very very big things like onto the next political movement they've been huge and we've also become extremely desensitized to that yes like it's like a normal thing to constantly just keep fighting and fighting and fighting each other and that must be really bad for the human psyche well and think about all the opinions like when we didn't have the internet you knew the opinions of the people that were around you your family that's it your family and people around you so it's not and it's good to have like not an echo chamber but there wasn't you know you can't now most people don't walk up to each other and say the honest truth they really struggle at that but you fucking all of a sudden people have balls online right so it's yep. like it's really Karen's and like and think about this in our lifetime we've had more information like the human brain isn't meant to have all this information it's no. pretty it's pretty fucked up how much we've been consuming and that we're just not meant to as human beings to do this and people short circuit you see them they have different color hair and scream on the side of the road. Oh my God, for no I reasons. had red hair throughout the, <laughs> just... the beginning of the pandemic. I was like, <laughs> well, it did. It like, I was just saying earlier to Kayla, I was like, wasn't it funny? Like a couple years ago, you'd see like an old lady with like colorful hair and you'd be like, fuck yeah, she's probably a badass. And now you're like, Tattoos. Oh God, so, stay away from her. Yeah. I'm going to run across the street because she's going to yell at me for being some sort of phobe about something like, you know, yep. and, and, and here's the thing about all of this. Like I, this is, and you probably, I don't know if you've, always have you always been like politically out or was like the convoy just kind of pulled you or was it like 
the pandemic? I've always been pretty political. Um, funny, I actually used to be a pretty big liberal until I got a job and learned how to be independent <laughs> and learned personal responsibility and all that stuff. Adult life. <laughs> Adult life, exactly, until I grew up. Um, but it wasn't until like the last three years, maybe like right before the pandemic hit. But then that really kind of just catapulted everything. I wanted to go into school for politics when I was younger. Like I, I was originally going to go into journalism. Then I thought about going for politics, but obviously I did not go that direction. Um, so I've always been a little bit political, but yeah, the last That's couple awesome. of years really tipped me over the edge. Yeah. I think that was me too. I think for you as well, because you're kind of also not, you're not from here. Yeah. So you're, you're like world polit- politics as well. Like you had, so some of the, like, okay, your nationality is so confusing. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. I try to, I butcher it every time. But like you have, you had family in Ukraine, but you're Russian. Like, yep. And I have family in Israel. And yeah, there's yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs> so you see stuff in different places. And like, especially like with Israel, are they not one of the most advanced places? Oh my God, big time. And also the most right. welcoming people ever. Like you go to Israel and you see like, there's no such thing as like a stereotype of like what Jews look like like in Israel there's black Jews there's blonde Jews there's black haired Jews there's just everybody and everything exists there and people just don't realize that and yes they're very they're like some of the biggest apps that we use come from Israel yes and I feel like they were also and this is just me like side nerding they're very advanced with cannabis as well like the the studies that they have done like really I didn't know that yeah yeah, a lot of the biggest um, studies on cannabis apps medically, um, not like recreationally, but medically has come out of Israel. That's a fact. Oh, isn't that, that's isn't that cool. cool. Yeah, and so and, and it's just kind of wild to me. I don't know. It's just because I jumped into cannabis. Obviously, it's my industry, yeah, but that's what I, like. <laughs> that's that's what what I do. That's what I smoke. That's what I'm passionate about. If I yes. had some cannabis, we would all be fucking better off. Um, I agree. And not even, um, and not even like just THC. Like everyone needs CBD in their life. That is an un, yes. un, uh, CBD. Uh, don't too much, or else. You, you and know. CBN. I love yes. CBN. All of that, and and so that's another thing too. It's just like you start when I think everyone also has their rabbit holes where they start learning their mistrust. I've been smoking weed my whole entire life, and I never understood like the massive stigma until I went on anxiety medication and seen how much that fucked me up. And I was like, oh. Well, the government or whoever, the big farm is not going to make money off of me smoking weed, but they're sure going to make, well, now they do, but um, they're going to make money off of me doing this. And that was my first, like, in birth control was my first, like, click of things. Oh, yeah. World, right. And now all the shit's coming about birth control. I was like, guys, I was on this when I was like 16. Like, <laughs> they give it to you like fucking candy when you're a kid as a girl. All of it. All of it. And yeah. I think that's why we scroll into so many different topics, because it all comes back into the same thing that people really don't understand. And, and it's not I, that I necessarily think all these entities are going out against us, but I don't believe that they're all for I us. Do. Like, okay, fair, fair. Like there is that too, right? But even if you want to take that out of the factor of people that are very like, you know, complete opposite of us, yes. you have to kind of look at this and being like, you know, the FDA can approve all these certain things. Has the FDA approved all of those things being consumed in your body at once? Do they know the reactions? You know, like this is where there's no responsibility for anything because no one's actually connected, right? Like, yeah, it's like the doctors can't get in trouble for what the pharmacist recommend and the pharmacist can't get mad at what the doctor diagnosed. So who's fucking responsible? You know, like we are actually who is. And so it's just like we need to bring everything back to local, to ourselves, 
to our absolutely nature and get away from this new technology and progress medical progression is great but we've gone a little too far here right there's some extremes and we need to wheel in in our extremes and the left side doesn't seem to reel in their extremes no we also need to understand that convenience isn't the best thing in the world for us yes it is not i completely agree with that and just think of all the things we sacrifice in the name of convenience yep nature privacy speech everything 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 we eat and it's because again we're at that system where we all have to work like three or four jobs because we can't pay for two dollar a fucking meter class like it's insane and it's like okay so here's where where i think is this over no i think the next thing this is just my hypothetical conspiracy theory is that it's going to be climate change lockdowns through the winter and is and grid outages outages and that shit we're that's seeing where, a little bit of the and that like solar power shit that was trying to start happening where it was going to wipe out the internet i feel like it's because i feel like they tried with monkeypox and everyone's like no we don't care about this we're not yeah this, this is dumb like, they tried to, yeah they tried to like link it to like you know like the lgbtq that yeah, didn't work oh my God. no right? you know what i mean so it's like you can see that they're just trying to push masturbate six feet apart <laughs> what the <laughs> glory holes what? So don't get covid like oh uh lord i was watching I, I listened to this podcast it's part of my american um i don't listen to them much anymore but i used to part of my american and last year because they were really reporting on kenosha and the blm stuff and they were down there in fucking like in it and like this is our wow america. i was really listening to them and they call out this shit all the time and they they taught me about QAnon and all that kind of stuff he and one day he was like i have this article from uh from british columbia and canada i was like oh sweet jesus and he was like <laughs> their probably. fucking health people are suggesting you have sex through glory holes i have never been that was hilarious to be a canadian in my life i was like oh my god they're actually t- this is made international news are you fucking kidding me like really um so <laughs> uh, this has been amazing i think i'm gonna title this whole one just freedom freedom like, yeah freedom, freedom. that's it just freedom, freedom to speak freedom of fucking truckers freedom to whip your titties out if you want to I'm just kidding. that's right <laughs> but the point <laughs> is is that canadians like y'all if you're listening please start paying attention because if you didn't see the suppression of the freedom convoy and the manipulation there that was a big one that, that was, was a big, really big super one super big eye opener it is and if you didn't see that i'm scared i'm also sad <laughs> yeah like a little bit a little bit right so like the next big thing the next current thing before we emotionally react let's just stop think why and look into it a little bit more. Like, how many people paid attention more to Johnny Depp than the fucking Pfizer documents that came that out? That pissed me off so bad. Everybody? I, I don't give a shit about this bitch. I don't care. I don't care about Pete Davidson. You know, the same thing we said with the Kardashians. Oh. It was like, oh, Pete Davidson, King Kardashian. Why? Oh, because Astroworld, there was a fucking energy harvest and a bunch of people died. Yep. But we don't want to talk about that, do we? Because that's like woo-woo shit. Well, I'm sorry. I see demons going in the crowd. I don't know what you guys fucking seen, but like, <laughs> like believe what you want. But there was some evil shit going on in that place. And like, yeah, it looked very fucking sketchy to me too. Depended on what I was like, I was like, what happened? I was like, well, what conspiracy do you believe in? Do you believe in 5G and the vaccine? Do you believe in spirit and demon harvesting? Do you believe in like portals? portals and 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 like it really just (laughs) on which side of the coin you're on. But something dark happened there. And I was just, even if I was like, if that's how people are going to react to humans because they haven't been around humans, I ain't going to a festival for a couple of years. Like, I don't want to be around that if people are so fucking ragey and emotional. I don't want to be in any big crowd anymore. Unless I just can't. Yeah, I can't do that. No, unless it's a trucker convoy. So. A little bit more about that before like we finish um do you feel like this was probably in your lifetime one of the biggest moments in canadian history 
this was probably one of the biggest moments in general in my life 100 percent. that was like a milestone moment that will live rent free forever in my memories um yeah <laughs> and did it flip like your pride of like living in like I don't know about you but I was like I kind of went Peter forth like I'm leaving this place I'm leaving this place and in that moment I'm like no I'm gonna fucking stay and fight because I want to fight with every other Canadian look at the rest of Canada standing up and saying fuck you fuck your mandates fuck your shit let me feed my family let me fucking have a job let me see my family for fuck's sakes it was it was kind of both of that though like it was it was a good and a bad thing like I I don't I have zero trust for our government after that first of all like zero trust for our government I also um not to be a negative Nancy but I did see our popular like the vast majority we're not a fringe minority in the freedom convoy nor are the supporters but we definitely aren't the loud general population no and it kind of made me see a lot of people in a very sad kind of light because I'm like man this was the opportunity this was the opportunity of a lifetime we had it and so many people were just silent like so many people and it really that's what I was talking about like where I was depressed afterwards like I had to I was supposed to go to the states originally I was going to cross the border and um, try to go into the states uh, because apparently you only get asked for your vaccine status like half of the time if that (laughs) And I ended up um, canceling that trip. And I was like, I'm just going to have a staycation at home because I, I need to like be alone with my thoughts for a little bit because it was, it was fucking devastating. Like it was so devastating seeing what it felt like to be in that crowd for the three weekends that I went. It was like, you're like on MDMA mixed with weed and you're just (laughs) like flying on these crazy high endorphins and love and all of these chemicals, like just, it was the most pure, real, authentic, genuinely happy, wholesome experience I have ever met, uh, been been through in my entire life. And the people that I met were so sincere and so wonderful. Like it was, the energy there is something that doesn't matter how long I talk about it for it. I, I can't explain it. Like I really cannot yeah. explain it. You it was just this, the country over a yeah it was it was it was fucked and then every single time I would come home I would just experience the opposite because you would have these trolls harassing you and you would turn on the news for a second and see what they're saying and I was like how could our country betray us like this you know and I just got so depressed about that that I had to kind of deal with my emotions for two weeks and I would have like random nights where I would just start fucking crying like I would just sob hysterically like my boyfriend literally had to console me because I was just so energized from everything and not necessarily in a good way I just couldn't believe it like I felt so betrayed and especially when they enacted that emergency act and stuff so it was it was a positive experience because the people that supported it and like people like you guys and stuff are wonderful and amazing and kind of give me hope but at the same time I'm like man while this government is in place I don't really I don't know how to be optimistic like I know this is a really That's bad fair. way to kind of end things on but it no, just no, no. it well, frightens well, me a little bit it's real right like that's, but it's real though that's how you feel we then. can't we can't have that that's where people's cognitive dif- dissonance go oh well this is too hard so I'm gonna pretend it's not happening so I'm not yeah right like we can't have toxic positivity that's how no, no 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 we are where it's like oh exactly. Trudeau and the government is here for us no they're here for them no 
And they weren't meant to make personal decisions. They were meant to protect us from outside forces, to trades with other countries, to make sure that not to fucking come into my life and tell me what to do, what I can stand up for. No. And like, that's so ironic. It's like, oh yeah, they're pissed off about the fucking generators when they don't, like even for power, like people, that's what I mean. People just don't care about others. And they say, no, is that they say that they do. They say they're standing up for all these rights, but when it actually comes down to it, then it's just not the people that that's most popular or the whatever, then they don't care. They don't give a flying fuck. Yes. And it's just like, okay, like, I'm sorry. I mean this in the politest way. And I know like you have an attachment to Ukraine, but I'm talking about people that weren't actually affected that were all they did post about it and get mad about it and yell at other people that were like hey hey like no the people of ukraine did not deserve this yes putin's a piece of shit but there's always more to it so before you start yelling at people that are asking questions just asking questions you know ask questions about that and it's like yes people are hurting but again why are they still hurting why is this still happening we want to know why we are not just going to change our profile pictures and go oh there's a war this sucks we hate putin we're gonna go get rid of all of our vodka and not sell poutine anymore how did that do anything Nothing. It did nothing. You already bought the vodka, you dumb asshole. Poutine yeah. comes from You're Quebec. Money, what the fuck Stop are you doing, money. eh? Like- I saw people in my in my Instagram that I literally just had to unfollow. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I can't have this conversation with every single person. But there was a few people that posted things about like, oh, where are you freedom convoyers now with all this Ukraine stuff going on? This is what real oppression looks like. And I was literally I'm like, literally- shut the fuck up. I don't even want to engage in this because every single country that is now war torn and whatever at yeah. some point was probably a pretty democratic place. I look at Iran as an example of this. It used to be like a beautiful democracy, like people were thriving and stuff, and now they're under a dictatorship. If you let things get to a certain point, there is no longer going back. Evil yes, things take over. Too. So you need to yeah. fucking fight. Yes. And, and, and what everyone's saying is like, oh, it's worse over there. They're fleeing here. Do you think they want to flee to more war? <laughs> like, and what made me, and I felt for you too, where you're like, Hey man, I got to take some time off social media when the war came like the Ukraine, because you're dealing with trying to get your family out of there and safe. Meanwhile, dealing with these fucking trolls online. Meanwhile, just coming down from the high and low of the trucker. Convoy, oh fuck. Like, it was one thing after another. <laughs> I know. And that, that was, that was me on Friday when the Roe versus Wade, I was like, y'all like coming, being of uh, someone that's infertile. Like I understand. And I have compassion, but I cannot be on here right now with you people and everyone yelling to being like, just like friends and like, like, oh, they're just clumps of cells. Like y'all, that clump of cells had me fucking depressed and not feeling like a woman for a couple of years. So just be careful on on some of those things that you're saying. And like, why can't we have a middle ground? Why can't we discuss like women should have access to healthcare, but also at the same time, maybe we shouldn't be pushing abortions on people. Like it's just a A procedure that anything. Yeah, exactly. And there's so much it's just super lighthearted and we can joint joke about it afterwards. It is a big fucking thing. It is a big deal. And people keep forgetting that it is not a common thing that should happen to all women. Absolutely exactly. fucking not. And it's a like, lack of education too. Yeah. Like, and for men, like, do you know how men, how many men don't know that you can only get pregnant one time? And then they have, I'm sorry, but there are women. Like I have a friend who I, he had no idea. So he had this girl like thinking they were going to get pregnant any second of any day. He was like always so worried about it. And it's like, this shows a lack of education that we have about our reproductive system. That's why I told you that was like my first ovulation. Like, people yes, don't know about ovulation. You can't get pregnant every day of the month. No. Yeah. 
and like it's and and y'all I'm broken so but it ain't always that easy to get pregnant like yeah. you know and there is but it's education there's responsibility and at this point people don't know so they don't want to take it and that's like that's what I felt like with all these things it's like well I'm just doing what the government says I'm just doing what's right so they have no personal responsibility because they're just doing what they're told oh I, I took this back because I was told so now it's the government's fault with all due respect you have oh. the ability now and our you have a brain you have the ability to search it now right like and, and yes. do whatever's right for you but don't blame somebody else you are no. an adult now we it, you know this isn't 20 years ago where the internet wasn't accessible and you had to go to a library and read for yeah. hours of school we have this information at our fingertips and people are stupider and more than they ever have been sorry because everyone's yep. fucking doing tiktok dances i will never let that go no. <laughs> i will never let that go i do not want this next generation to be focused on 30 seconds because i don't know about you but ever since instagram and all that my attention span has gone down by half and yeah. I am a very focused fucking person. And I can't, if a reel doesn't excite me in 30 seconds or 20 seconds, I'm out. Fuck this shit. I can barely get through a movie nowadays. Or it's so bad. Oh, yep. Or a book. Have you ever tried? I used to read books like that. Now I Same. have to like literally be in like silence. Nothing can be around me. I have to want to read this book. It has to be interesting before I would just read to like escape a little bit. Yeah. I can't yep. anymore because I can't focus for five minutes because I've been trained to only like stuff for 30 seconds on a fucking TikTok. And then move yeah. on to the next dopamine rush. Yes. And the next one. And it's just like, wow. And the next and the next and the next. Yeah. Like just fucking seven hours goes by. And you're like, Jesus. You're just constantly short circuiting. Like that's and the I'm way that mad. our brains are programmed to right now. Just constantly keep short circuiting. And then I'm mad about everything and I hate everyone. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, no, don't. I don't know about you, but like there are some places where I catch myself falling into some of this mass psychosis and I'd be like, that's not how I actually feel. Whoa, Honestly, I- my advice to anybody that like gets into those states and this is what has helped me and what like I've literally been like the bubbliest, most cheerful human being for the last couple of months after I got through that whole depression thing. Just go outside. Yes, just yes. go outside and wander around in nature. I know this sounds like the most hippy dippy shit ever, but oh my God, like just go outside be one with nature no, but like for real look at the stars like just just take a fucking drive at nighttime on a yeah. starry night go and lay down and look at the fucking stars go swim in a lake go hug a fucking tree like it 100%. makes such a difference it really does and get outside that was one thing that no matter and that's what i love about being a stoner and not smoking in my house is that i'm always outside <laughs> smoking weed and so like I'm always out in the sun but it makes me feel better it's not just the weed it's just like I will, it will be so cold outside and I will sit outside. I'm like, no, I just need to be inside. I can't be trapped in my house all the time. And it's just going back to basics, right? Like if the internet didn't exist, would you know that people thought this about you? Probably not. Probably not. That's what I always think. Like, Brandy, is this person, someone, you know, in your real life, would they say this to you? No. So why do I give a flying fuck? That is literally someone's opinion. But guess what? What I'm, what I say to everybody, and you probably are, will agree with this, Sasha, is like, and Caleb just said it too. The more you speak on what you honestly feel, yes, you will lose people, but they ain't your people, and you're they're not your people. Your people, and those people are going to help you build a community, right? Yes. Absolutely. Like, that's Absolutely. What, that's what we need, and that's why I said you buy that fucking. If you could buy the land like half BC and half Alberta, that would be really cool. Because <laughs> like I just love BC so much, but like that's the thing. I'll be on the lookout. Thank you. Um, and it's just more like, let's all teach each other things and like, let our ego goes, you know, like I would be like, Oh, I don't want to follow this person because they know more about this about me. And I feel no, I'm like, I need to follow this person because they know more about this. And I'm going to learn from them. And I'm going to put my ego away because I don't know everything. exactly right and it's just like this shift where people are like i want to learn more and that's why we started a patreon page why we're trying to get off of social media and do podcasting and get away from news and like have in like 
season four, me and Kayla are going to come in hot with like receipts so hot. and oh, like I, journalistic I can't stuff. Wait to talk about I'm Henry. excited. Oh, Bonnie Henry, like all this shit, like everything that we were a little bit nervous about. We're like, we've done, but like, we yeah. want to go really heavy, like COVID stats, like fucking vaccine stats. Like, can we please talk Let's about start this talking stuff? about the people who actually got injured from it? Because yes. we have one, there was someone in Canada. I don't know if it was a lawyer or something, but he just sent out a, a like a mass tweet. And he was like, if you've been fucking injured by this thing, DM me. Because, yeah, because we had our first won. guy that won, right? Yeah. In yeah. BC. Yeah. He won. He won. His yeah. Injury and there was BC. someone else too. I think somewhere else in Canada as well, like maybe in Ontario, another person, so it's starting to come out and it's just like, I would really like to follow that and see yeah. where, cause that's the shit that I've been screaming about. Yeah. Like all these, and then it just like, I honestly, I get so frustrated and I'm like, cool. It, it didn't, it didn't affect you that you know of right now. In this but there topic. are people that it did. But exactly. people are dropping dead every second and we're just going to normalize that. Yes. I have clients, like actual clients that were super pro-vax that I've had conversations with recently. One of my clients, she's a younger, like a younger woman. And she's been fainting. She's been getting sick every single month since she's got it. And she's like, I've never felt this shitty in my life. My grandma. So the only people in my family that have the vaccine are both of my grandmas on my mom's side and on my dad's side. That's it. And my grandma on my mom's side, she's been having like high blood pressure and heart issues since she's gotten it. It, it's like it's not this mythical like a vaccine injuries aren't these like mythical creatures like they exist and and they're like abundant a lot lot. so we had um on our first season or our beginning of season three we had uh a nurse a psychiatric nurse and a a paramedic come on the show um Mm -hmm. all laid off or let go because of the vaccine mandates and like the paramedic straight up called it a clot shot she was like, I call it a clot shot because I literally watched this shit. And like, I'm not saying this stuff to scare people. We haven't been saying this stuff to scare people, but this is why the freedom convoy was so fucking important because it was shining light that you should not be forcing a medical procedure on people because no sitting here watching, whether you want to admit it or not, guys, there are tons of injuries from this. And you can t- say that there's not, and that is fine if that's make that's not fine. But if that's what you want to say to like, to make you feel better. Okay. But that doesn't mean that it's not true. To be honest with you, I think they would have had a better, uh, like better feedback if they had just been more transparent about things from the beginning, because it is the vaccine is highly tolerated by like a big percentage of the population. And that's fantastic. I truly don't believe that the benefits outweigh the risks, because as we've seen, we're on what shot number three or shot number four. But that's besides the point. But (laughs) if they had been transparent and been like, listen, this is what can happen. These are the ages that COVID really, really affects. It's not really prevalent in children. It's not going to hurt your babies. These people that are really immunocompromised, it can potentially benefit you. But down the line, like you're going to need boosters, whatever. If they had just come out and honestly said that, the reception would have been completely different. But they put people like, like everything was just so secretive. And then any time that any kind of information would come out that would kind of refute what they were saying, they would just attack people. And it's like, you don't do things that way. You would have had a much better response from people had you been transparent and and treated people like adults. And it was funny too, after this all came out and people were really like getting vaccinated and it was like, they, they were like trying to coach people. It was like, you like speak is like this is how you talk to unvaccinated person to convince them to get the vaccine it was just like oh my like we're fucking brain dead yeah fuck off i didn't fucking convince you not to get it like i did at first i was very much like i didn't tell anybody i was just like hey you guys 
call me conspiracy theorist, but I've read this and I'd rather err on the side of caution. So I'm going to say this. And then I just got reamed out and like torn apart. And I was like, well, that was weird. And I was like, Hey, maybe I won't do that for a second. So I like switched my approach. And and then I sort of ta- like, you know, was like kind of attacking the government, not other people. And some people mm-hmm. like, you know, were, were receiving it a little bit better, but still to this day, some people still will be like, Oh, you're not vaccinated. And it's like, like, yeah, fuck yeah. What? Yeah, I'm like, what? yeah, you're right. Blood I'm not, over here. Yeah. I'm fucking pure blood. Thank you. Pure I've watched, blood. I've watched uh, Harry Potter and <laughs> I've watched, uh, was it true blood? Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on now. Um, Ooh. but that's, that's what I think people don't understand is that maybe you wanted this vaccine and that's fine. Maybe you didn't lose your job. Maybe you were fine, but there was people that did. Now what happens at, in winter? This is what I think it's going to be climate change lockdown. It's going to be, they've just been amping this up for so long. And now that we have the vaccine passport uh, in place. They're already talking about reiterizing, which is fully vaccinated. They want to add a booster to it now. Yeah. So, so so, yeah, maybe it will come back. I just feel like. I think the climate lockdowns are going to happen a little bit later because right now we have enough vaccines for people to keep getting boosters until, what is it, 2025? True, I think that's true. what he bought them for. So until 2025, this COVID thing is what's going to be pushed. So we still that's have a fair. few that's years fair. left, ladies. Buckle up. Yeah. And right, then right. after that, once those are all done, then it's going to be climate change. But right now with all these like fucking crazy weather systems going on right now and everything, I think that this is just going to get perpetually worse. And yeah. that's when they're going to implement that. Yeah. And right and now we're just seeing a taste. They, they just like, they, they, they create all these chaos so they can come in and be like, oh, obviously you guys can't handle this because you're children. So as adults, we're going to come in and parent you. And then all these people are like, you're right. The world's out of control. Look at everybody. Like, and it's just like, people are so far away from what really happens. And that's where it's just like, this is why I'm going to post my little thing, like kind of about abortion, because I was definitely pro um, it until I learned some things again, still for people's choice. And I was like, wow, I was really, I think some of those things were, I was really like fighting for something that I didn't truly know the the I'm exactly the in the same like 100% yeah and so I was just like and it's not that I want people to change their minds I just want them to know this part of the story or what it's like to be an infertile woman listening to what's going on right now and 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 how that how that mentally is affecting me because it's not just the abortionist right now I'm being told that I'm pretty much the same as a trans woman because if I can't have a baby then what's the difference for me than a trans woman with all due respect there's a lot but already my whole life you bigot Right. I know I'm such a fucking bigot. <laughs> like, and like, and it's so wild because like, if, if, if I listen to society, I'm not a woman cause I don't have tits. Um, I I'm not pretty enough because I don't have big lips. I am not a woman because I can't birth a baby, but I choose not to. Listen that's to a me. lie. You're a woman. As long as you think that you're a woman, you're a woman. All, right, that's so all you have to be in order to be a woman. Now, all you have to do is think it. Okay. I'm a unicorn. I decided. There you I'm go. Unicorn, which I already knew. I'm a goddamn mermaid. mermaid so. Yeah. Right. Like, and you're on, you're fucking Ariel. You're this year, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> cool, do whatever you want, but don't force it on me. That's kind of where I'm at yeah. with all of this. Like, and, and that's the same thing with this, like freedom. I, I, I don't understand why people are mad about freedom. Is it I because don't they don't want to be adults and make their own decisions? Why does it upset you to have that? Like, I, that's this whole thing. I was like, again, gotta- because of convenience, because it is much nicer for a lot of people to believe in a false this false sense of security than it is to actually understand that there is some sinister shit going on and they'd rather be in their cage in their safety and in their warmth and embrace that than go out into the real world and understand that there are things that bite yeah a hundred percent and that's just like you said it's a cognitive dissonance like oh this is too deep that was where like i i don't know did you watch the fall of the cabal documentary oh my god i have yet i know what that's about i have yet to watch it 
It's intense. Oh, dude, there you. Okay, so there's two out now, and there's 20, okay. There's twenty three parts of this. If you Whoa. need anything for us, for me, in your spare time, it is a huge one. Please watch that. Where and can I, I find it? I will send it to you. I have okay. it literally. Anybody that's listening to this right now, if you want both series, I actually have it because it's hard to find on Rumble. I actually saved the websites to my, like, you know, I could save websites yeah. to your bookmarks or whatever, to your main page. Yeah. I actually have both series because so many people have asked me. I just got tired for searching it. Um, So I save it. I'll send it to you. Even if it's just okay. in the background while you're drawing or shit, you will have so many. Holy fuck. Mo- I'm like, that I'm excited. That was my big yeah. awakening, and I just uh, brought my girlfriend to the island a couple weekends ago and shoved a red pill. Like she wanted it, she was like, <laughs> "Red pill me, I'm ready," because she wasn't ready the last couple years, and she just told me she's like, "I'm ready, I'm ready to be red pilled." And so she came to the island with me and my mom. Well, yeah, you think Brandy's a conspiracy theorist? Well, I taught my mom <laughs> how to be one, and now she's a bigger one than me. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> and she's coming here for the summer, so it's gonna be wild. Um, that's amazing I uh it's just it's really cool and yeah I'll send it to you because it links everything together and I just I really urge people to just look at it like just with no bias with no thoughts just be open to what you, you will you will fucking yeah love this. oh my god I, I know that I will uh, and other people will kind of be like oh like like Ooh, she, that's a little too much right like she so she talks about cognitive dissonance and my point was when they hit adrenochrome and I was like Ooh. oof I don't know about this, but then when you watch it more and more, you're like, okay. And now nothing shocks me anymore. Nothing. Like, no, like guys, Justin Bieber did something to the cabal. Actually, we were just talking about this today. Yeah. So if we want to know what happened to Justin Bieber, he actually a couple years ago exposed the cabal for their satanic shit at a fucking church camp. I remember and this. I bet you this right now is his fucking punishment. I remember. Oh. He tried to, remember he tried to like break away from Hollywood yep. or some shit. Yeah. And like, he found Jesus. Yes exactly okay the christianity thing i don't really know much about them but i know the christianity thing yes yeah oh you'll learn a lot about this in the cabal and stuff too and they talk about all the satanic stuff and and yeah yeah, so essentially if you go against the cabal you get humiliated or you die it's one of the two so like when kate um kate uh fuck what was her name kate spade Mm, when kate Kate spade Spade, died she was out talking about child trafficking she suicided herself and then her husband Uh... the cabal made her husband wear a mouse mask out in public for two weeks straight because he was a rat. Sorry, a rat. What face the because he fuck? Was a rat. I'm so excited to watch this. Oh, buddy. I have so much. I have so much. Cappy Isaac, have you ever looked up him? He no. fucking ratted out every cele- Hollywood celebrity, including Tom Hanks. He went really deep into Tom Hanks. Guess what? Just when Tom Hanks got COVID and fled to wherever the fuck he was, he fucking murdered Cappy before he left. Cappy said, right on alive, I'm not suicidal. I am not going to die. Something bad is going to happen. No shit. He fucking died on Highway 66. Two days later, Tom Hanks posts a video of, a, or a post a picture of a glove on Highway 66. So creepy. What the was Highway 66 where the glove was, because I remember seeing that. Yeah, because Tom Hanks would go around and take random oh, pictures like of things. No, thank yeah, what the hell is with those pictures? He is a pedophile, and he is a fucking murderer. Well, he moved wherever he moved was because they had a law that didn't It's like work. Greece or something yeah, like that. Yeah, weren't. You couldn't get arrested or for being a pedophile. For being a pedophile. Yeah, and that's where he moved. But <laughs> no law. On. But he supposibly had COVID. Oh, man. He said it on the fucking Superstore. On Superstore in that show, they're like, "Oh, everyone's got COVID. Oh, Tom Hanks has COVID. Oh no, not Tom Hanks." I was like, "Uh, uh." Yeah, I couldn't watch that show. No. Seth Green, all of them. I'll send you some stuff, my dear. We're gonna have fun in our. Please, game. please do um, it. But before we sign off today, Sasha, this has been fucking amazing. Um, Hold just on, uh, I know we're gonna have to do this again. So hopefully you're you're gonna come in for season four. Absolutely. Um, perfect, especially after Cabal. Well, maybe what we'll do is we'll do like uh, a review. Before and after. Yeah. 
and then we'll all talk about what we found was yeah. the most fucked up in it. Um, but I'm in. Before we go, if anybody leaving thoughts, if anybody had to look back at the Freedom Convoy, what would you want them to know it was all about? Um, well, freedom. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of what the whole thing was about. Standing up for what you believe in and not sitting idly by, I think, is the most important thing. Absolutely. And it wasn't like 110%. About, it wasn't about it wasn't like a political thing. It wasn't a gender thing. It wasn't a race thing. It wasn't anything that it was strictly human rights. And I don't care what they say about the truckers who had like, ties to fucking whatever. Like, I don't give a oh shit. Oh, my God. If you do enough research on anybody, they have ties to something. Something right. that's unpleasant. But, it's but called no being cares. like... No one cares about the fucking connections with our government and WF, but we care about what someone might have said on the internet. That's it. That's exactly it. Like that's, that's why exactly doing it. That. So you focus on those people and not fucking the government for themselves, me, but not for me. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's amazing. She was and part of the separatist movement. Yeah. Well, you want to look into Justin Trudeau scandals and then come at me with that shit? Get out of here. No doubt. Like, come off of it. I love this so much. Thank you so much, Sasha, for joining us today. I had so much fun. It's, it's like, oh man, we're gonna be like three hours. Kayla's passing out. <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm so bad. Like, it's just sitting for a long time. I'm like. I get ang- I get angsty and then I'm like okay I can't sit still now I can't now I'm like okay I'm starting to leave the whole focus <laughs> now really I'm I'm literally the same I'm so ADD I know I'm 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 just like I just have so many things I want to say and when I when we get together I just like could talk for hours Grant's like are you are you gonna come to bed I'm like oh right <laughs> so when me and Kayla started the podcast we're like do we think we could do this and we sat on the phone for like two three hours a night and we're like oh oh my I think god we could make- yeah we're good we just need to put some topics and some like focus I was wondering. I was like, how am I even going to do an hour? I'm like, I, I never am on the phone for that long or whatever. And then I just looked at the time. I'm like, wow, it's over two hours. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess it's doable. <laughs> right. It's because we're connected and we just, we get it. And, and it feels good to have people validate your feelings from across the country. You know, like women that we look up to that are doing the same thing, like us coming together, so much power, so much good energy. Absolutely. And I just, people feel that on the show, right? So thank you so much, love, for coming on today. Thank you for having me. First, not last. And I'm just going to do my little spiel. So guys, you know what's really sad? I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to call anybody out. But if me and Kayla had an OnlyFans, I'm going to say this again. There would be so many more people signed up than our Patreon. So for our three fucking patrons, <laughs> we love you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but come over there, guys, because we want to start making a world where we're off social media and on private platforms where we don't get censored, right? So join us there. Follow us on Instagram because sometimes we post stuff when we have time. Okay. And sometimes, if you're lucky, follow us Apple, <laughs> Spotify. Put on your notifications because... Then you know when I drop an episode at 6 a.m. in the morning. It's a nice little treat for everyone. Um, But again, guys, thank you so much for your fucking support. Always. We cannot wait to keep bringing this to you. Until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you guys for stopping by the show today. We appreciate you so, so much. If you love our content and you want to hear more, make sure you're following us on the Be Real Babe podcast Instagram page. Turn on those notifications on your favorite podcast platforms, or you can join us on our Patreon for exclusive content. Stay tuned for next week with more realness coming at you.